How would you like to get a shout out once a week instead of once a month? You can do that. Just join our producer level over at patreon.com slash radio, and we'll give you a shout out at the beginning of each show. So connected to the world of Nintendo, even Link knows where to find us. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is episode number 510, and we do have a special guest with us tonight. Not that I don't love my regular host, but I'm going to start with you, Jesse. How are you doing tonight? Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Good. I'm Jesse Waldeck from the Nintendo Dance Podcast. We, we do a weekly show. We've been doing it almost five years now. I think I think we're scheduled to be hitting 250 next month. Nice. Nice. Well, awesome. We'll definitely uh, give that show a listen. I know Justin is a regular listener of that one, so he gives it the thumbs up for sure. Um, speaking of Justin, how are you doing tonight? Good to see you here with us this evening. Uh-huh. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Well done. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to get back into my uh, banjo kazooie uh, pseudo marathon, um, aren't I? Because now that I'm listening to all this banjo, it's not that I haven't already been listening to banjo kazooie music on my iPod to begin with all <laughs> week, but now after the show, I definitely have to play more. <laughs> Fair. Well, maybe we can play Smash together, and you can play banjo there and get your banjo fix. Um, Lucas, how are you playing Smash lately? How are you li- liking banjo? I'm I'm playing a lot of Smash, man. I was gonna you messed me up. I was gonna do the Kazooie thing. I know it sucks when they mess up your intro, doesn't it? Oh, up, whatever. Steve? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm playing a lot of Smash Bros, and everything's hunky dory. Glad to be back. <laughs> Nice. Um, Steve, um, how can I interrupt your, or mess up your intro tonight? Did someone say Hyrule Warriors? Probably shouldn't no, have said nobody that. Said Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule Warriors. Nobody said Hyrule Warriors. Nobody said that. <laughs> nobody. I love so. the response I get when I say the two words, Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Jesse, you'll understand that by the time we get to change the system, so uh-huh. look forward to it. <laughs> All right. <sighs> look forward to it. Uh, uh, well, before we get any further, we want to thank all of our producers tonight. Um, thank you, Andrew Searson, the Brianosaurus, Sky Pharaoh, EP Knothead, and Phantom for helping to produce tonight's show. Um, we're going to take a little break, though, and we will be right back after this. Did you know that Infendo Radio is supported by viewers like you? You can go to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and throw us a few bones. All right. Welcome back to Infendo Radio, and uh, we've got a nice little discussion topic for you today. Um, appropriate topic for our special guest. You'd almost think we planned it. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about <clears throat> about gaming as a dad, um, something which at least a few of us um, have some experience with and the rest of us have pets, so that kind of counts. <laughs> um, so, why don't you start us off, Jesse, since you're our special guest and and have the most dad experience of all of us. That's true. Okay, um, trying to trying to think of where to start. You know, totally know. unprompted. Just jump right in. <laughs> What's that? Totally unprompted. Just jump <laughs> right. right in. Yeah, I, I do. I remember, like, we, like. You know, so, but my kids are older. My my youngest is a senior in high school, and okay. the, I, she is 
an older brother and an older sister who has since you know moved out of the house. So, but when my son, who is 19 now, was three, I remember he would be able to play, like he'd be able to finish the first world of Mario Three, wow. like completely unassisted. So That's I'm amazing. By that, nice. so, my uh, my five-year-old can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. So then he 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 found out really quick how to move my NES and my Super Nintendo from one TV to another and move it into his room that had a TV in it. I didn't like that. <laughs> anyway, sure. But, uh, you know, as... as so, in I played Nintendo games through most of my life and so didn't really get into, like, the PlayStation until, like, PS2 era. <laughs> so, you know, before that, you know, I had Nintendo games and had no problem playing them in front of the kids. Sure. Obviously, and let, letting them play what they wanted. My son ended up liking uh, Ocarina of Time. I think he says over the years he's played it like six or seven times through, huh. which I didn't even know he did. He must have been doing it while I was working and he was downstairs or something. <laughs> anyway, so when, when I in the PS3 era, I remember starting to get into more of the mature games that I didn't want the kids to see. So I'd have to wait until they're in bed to play yep like Catherine or <laughs> Resident Evil or something like that yeah yeah what's Dante's Inferno was another one that I had to mm. play uh, normally that type of a action adventure game I'm not a big fan of like I, I tried Grand Theft Auto didn't get into that tried God of War didn't get into that so there was you no know, but most of my gaming still, when their kids were growing up, was still with the Wii. So games that they were, I had no problem with them also playing. So the, I, I so during the day I'd play the Wii games, and then at night when the kids are in bed, that I'd get the PS3 out and play some of those games. And then starting with like Wii era and now Switch, you know, they were old enough to do what they want, and then I stopped really enforcing anything because. <laughs> Both, my oldest two both wanted Grand Theft Auto V, and I said, no, that, I, that's the one game I'm not going to buy. I didn't have much of a problem with the violence or any of that, because my son played Call of Duty since he was like 12 or 13. But it was the, the, the nudity that I was more concerned about. So I said, when you can are old enough to buy that game on your own... Go ahead. <laughs> nice. sure. exactly you go, what they right? did. Yeah, right. Is it is it yeah, it's, is it awkward of me? Is it awkward of me to say that you and I had a very parallel experience, except that I was from the point of you view were the of the child side? for most of that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, think that's like, weird at all. I, I grew up on like my dad's NES and the Super Nintendo and the N sixty four was like my first system that I owned and I was like seven when that came out. So like yeah, I I I kind of got everything you were saying. I was just looking at it from the other side of the. So you and my son would probably have stories to tell. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so Jesse, I've got a question for you and Justin because um, you guys have kids that are old enough to probably deal with what I'm going to ask. But when when you decided you were going to have your kids play video games, did you make them start? with a certain, like, say you wanted to learn how to play Mario, did you make them start with the 8-bit Marios and work their way up, or did you just let them play what they wanted to play and let them kind of make their own decisions? For me, uh, this before I owned a GameCube. So all I owned, I owned an NES, a Super Nintendo, and an N64. So they, they, he pretty much had his play for many of those. 
and he, so he he chose to play the Mario Brothers and the Zeldas. Okay. From, but other than that, I didn't really make them do anything. Okay. Yeah. So my my daughters well, that, have tried playing that, games and really didn't never got into it as much as it was. An, I guess it was an odd way of phrasing the question, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you sit down and play Mario game. Brothers. <laughs> well, people talk about that video game education, like they want to have them appreciate the old games before they get to the new ones type deal. Right, appreciate the past before you. It makes right. sense. But yeah, I didn't. I might have done something like that if we had the Wii and had Mario Galaxy. And he says, here, before you play this, play this older first. I might have done that if we had that chance, but I didn't have the chance. See, and I didn't really either, because my um, story as a father is a little different, because I'm a stepdad. Um, my oldest child was four by the time I was in his life, <clears throat> so, um, and he was already playing the Wii and the Wii U, um, and stuff like Skylanders and, and uh you know, Mario Kart and stuff like that. So I didn't really have a chance to introduce either of them to the old games because, you know, he the older one was playing the games that his father was playing when he was growing up, and then the younger one was playing the games that his older brother was playing when he was growing up. So any time I've tried to introduce, like, classic games to them... <clears throat> It's just been a complete and utter bust. They have no patience. I can't remember what game... Oh, uh, my older child wanted to play Metroid Prime because he saw it in my folder of discs and he played it for about, oh, I don't know, 15 minutes and got to the part at the very beginning where you have to escape the, the area in a certain amount of time and he died and said, I don't want to play this game anymore. So he didn't grow up with that level of patience for, you know games that kill you and make you start all over again. <laughs> sure. But, uh... So... So... So, a lot of my... Uh, a lot of my gaming experience with them is either games that they were already playing when I kind of came into the picture, or games where we can kind of find a common ground. Um, which is difficult, because, you know, a lot of the games that I want to play with them, they have no interest in, and... Um, my oldest is nine, and my youngest is five. So the nine-year-old's starting to get old enough that he can play some of the slightly more adult games. Like, I'm still, like, debating introducing him to Mortal Kombat, because I was about his age when I started playing Mortal Kombat. But Mortal Kombat today's a little different than Mortal Kombat <laughs> when yeah. I was growing up. You know, it was it's still over the top, but it was a lot more cartoony back then. Right. So. Hard to see and what was going on. And it didn't zoom in and show everything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you still had that panned out view from yeah. everything else. Right. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, like I said, everything was cartoony, and, and it was like the blood just kind of, you know, came out in big splashes instead well, of... Even though it was live-recorded actors, it was still cartoony. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was, uh, it was so pixelated irony. that you could barely even tell what was going on. So, right, yeah. yeah. You know. um, so, um, but... They're, every other weekend they go to their father's place and he's introduced them to Halo so now they want to play Halo and so I'm in this like conflict where I'm like I don't really want you guys playing Halo you're too young to be playing games where the goal is to shoot each other but at the same time at least it's Halo and not Call of Duty where they're shooting you know 
other people, right. and you know, they I, said I, I was know. initially concerned when he when he started when my son started playing a Call of Duty and kind of kept an eye on him, make sure it didn't change his you know affect his personality or he make sure he didn't get extra aggressive outside of games. He was fine. Yeah, um, yeah, ours already has some like impulsive and aggressive issues, so I don't want to exacerbate that with violent That's, games. Right. Um, I, he plays a lot of Minecraft, which is great because nine times out of ten, there's nothing really violent about it at all. And when it is, it's just so until a creeper un- blows up on your butt. Right. It's a, it's all it's all so unrealistic to begin with that you know don't worry about that. But oh, your son watch is out, a boy Steve after my own You're talking heart. about Minecraft. Yeah, you said yeah, Minecraft. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> so I actually. Word. I actually wanted to ask Eugene this when we decided we were going to be talking about this because he is a new daddy about a month now, maybe? Maybe a month Two and a half? Uh, eight months. weeks tomorrow. Okay, so somewhere around the range we just Has all it really said. been three weeks since <laughs> I went to New Mexico? Holy There you go. Um, well, anyway, I wanted to ask Pika. Eugene, are you excited to, like, introduce your kid to gaming? Do you want your child to have nothing to do with gaming because we're all a bunch of entitled weirdos? Like, what... <laughs> What is your opinion? Like, are you are you um, are you hyped to play a game with your son in like eight years or like no? Yeah, I you know like I kind of have a feeling that like kind of like Jesse said I don't know that I'm gonna like necessarily make him do anything, but just because I'm gonna be playing games in front of him, I imagine that he's gonna be wanting to hold a controller too, you know that type of thing. That's kind of how I got into gaming. That's, so, that's kind of how I started l- when I was a kid. Yeah, my mother picked mm-hmm. up an Intellivision. When I was like five or six years old, if you don't know what that is, Google it. Oh, no, I, yep. <laughs> I had a ColecoVision. I saw so. a few blank stares in the uh, face group. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. Atari, I, think, I think it was Atari Twenty Six Hundred's competitor back in the nineteen eighties. Uh, and I'm I guessing had, they did very well. <laughs> I know the Atari. Atari. Yeah, I had well, all of those well, things in the garage. Well enough for Tommy Telecro to buy to become the CEO of the company that owns the rights and they are huh. is putting out a new system next year the same year that Atari is putting out a name the new system no. yeah wow of which I've already pre-ordered the Atari and will Me- likely get the Amico for meanwhile, this nostalgia meanwhile I've got a can of new coke in the kitchen so it's the 80s all over again <laughs> oh, <my>. right <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it's I'm I'm definitely excited to introduce him to all that stuff, especially how easy it's going to be, honestly, because like I can just fire up the switch at this point and show him like Super Mario Brothers. You know, it's like, hey, this is like what I started with, you know, like here, pull up a Joy-Con and start playing, you know, that type of thing. It's going to be really cool. (laughs) By the time he's old enough to be able to do anything, this switch library will be insane. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Let let me give you a, a tip that I I learned with. Uh, with my younger child um, find an old broken controller either something that requires batteries or something you can just like cut the cord off of and put, <laughs> it, put it in his hand and I swear I spent many hours playing video games with my younger child sitting next to me with a broken controller in his hand I'd, either pretending right. he was playing with me or totally convinced he was playing with me I would be playing Breath of the Wild he'd have a broken controller in his hand saying I'm controlling the horsey <laughs> yeah, there you go. You yeah, can be like, I... I'll be the horse. Reminds me of this piece of art that we had drawn. Oh, that's amazing. That's <coughs> three of awesome. us three of us playing on an NES that has two controller ports. 
<laughs> we asked, the, we asked the artist which one of us is holding the dummy. He wouldn't say. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. That's amazing. That's, that's Adam Leonard from the from the Mega Dads. If anyone wants to look into him, he's good. Oh, cool. He's, he's, okay. Nice. He's I will say um, that uh, I was quite shocked I, for Fourth of July, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Um, Shinazi, one uh, who's a childhood friend of mine, came over to my house and brought his uh, Oculus um, Oculus Quest with him. So we had the whole VR set up, and he gave them to the kids. And I was terrified. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't know how this is going to go. You know, like I've seen them play the Wii where they're just flailing all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, they're going to break my friend's four hundred dollar <laughs> um, VR set. But they actually did really well. In fact, it was amazing watching my five-year-old playing this animal interaction game. Like, there's just, like, some weird creature that you take. And he's just walking around. We're doing this out in the driveway. He's walking around, and he's feeding it, and he's going over here. And I'm like, it was just so fascinating to watch. And so, um, you know, maybe... You know, your your mileage may vary. Sometimes your kids are are more prepared for this stuff than uh, than you think they are. Well, I just want to say, as somebody who is coming from the other side of the fence, at least for now, um, I really appreciated gaming with my dad throughout my childhood. Mm-hmm. My mom was really good at SNES bowling. That was her like one game. Everybody has that like one <laughs> game that they're really awesome at. But my dad and I played a lot, and. Um, by the time I was like 10, I was playing games by myself, but they were watching me the whole time. But even like today, um, I decided to work from my parents' house and I pull up and the first thing dad says to me when I walk in the door is, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I've been trying to find this tarot card in Red Dead Online for the last half an hour and I don't know where to look. So we sat down and we explored the mines and we found a tarot card. And like, just I, I appreciate that I still have that kind of relationship with him, you know? So My yeah. dad never played a video game in his life, so the most of my gaming experience was with my mother. No, my, my dad Mario. was absolutely a gamer there. And I think, yeah, Steve, didn't you say your mom played a lot of Dr. Mario too? Oh, I played a lot of there, Dr. Wood That's Steve's actually mom. what I was just going to tell. Easy. <laughs> Um, wow, God. Take a shot, Infrendos. Take a shot. Pretend that didn't happen. Um, <sighs> back when the Game Boy came out, and obviously it launched for Tetris, um, my dad, uh, well, Santa Claus, um, bought, you know, me a Game Boy for Christmas that year. And I remember getting Tetris, and I remember my uncle saying to me, can you play, you know, without getting any holes in it? And I'm like, no, I'm not that good at it. Well, then my mom got a hold of the Game Boy. <laughs> And it became a battle between two hard-headed Italians as to who was going to play Tetris that day. It got so bad between me and my mom that my dad had to go buy a second Game Boy for my mom. I was going to say, that's what Link Cable's for. Yeah, that's just it. Then we discovered that you could play two-player with the Link Cable. Oh, God. (laughs) And my mom, to this day, no matter what version of Tetris we're playing together, to this day, she says, I'm a cheating bastard, and I need to stop cheating and let her win. All right, I got to ask you this, Steve. When your mother is playing these puzzle games, does she... 
do this with oh. the controller when she wants yeah. to move the <laughs> Yeah, when she plays Mario Kart, she jumps. Yeah, like if 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 my mother ever played a motion control game on the Wii, she would probably be do the really well, be flying all over the place. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why motion gaming is a thing because as kids we all did this all the time, man. <laughs> right? So, I, I realized seen Tetris ninety nine. Oh, my mom or Steve's mom? Whoever mom played Tetris. Uh, that would be. Um, that would I do not have the chance to show my mom that game yet. Unfortunately, <laughs> I need to get the Switch over to their house so they can see it. One of the first things I, on that. I did um, when it came out, um, I brought my Switch to uh, breakfast with my parents. My uh, mother and brother were there, and I brought the Switch, and I pulled out um, Donkey Kong, the arcade game, when that came out, because that was one of the first games I remember playing on our ColecoVision. And so I'm like, here, Mom, here's a, flat, here's a blast from the past. Right. Yeah, no, my, my mom never played games with me. I was always just kind of gaming by myself. But um, I was always allowed to go to Blockbuster every weekend and pick out a new game from the category. So I was, Nice. It was usually a Ninja Turtles game that I would pick out, but, you know. That's good parenting. That's yeah. That's good parenting. <laughs> yeah, I, actually I, I had... grew up with a, a Blockbuster within walking distance, so I would be there several times a week yeah. picking up a yeah. game. I would ride Probably my bike on the way to home or to work, depending on which way I walk. See, that's we what I was going to block... say, Steve. It was bike right away for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't have a un... blockbuster in our town, but there was a a local uh, video rental store that was right next to the store my parents owned. So I'd just walk right next door and grab a game and walk home with it. <laughs> so I'm the only uncool kid who had his parents drive him to Blockbuster. Okay. <laughs> oh no, I had my parents drive me a lot. But when they wouldn't take me, then I would resort to the bike. I was a thinker. I was going there one way or another. Um, Lucas, has Blockbuster existed at any oh, point yeah. when you've been able to drive? Dude, no, not not since I've been able to drive, but everybody else was riding their bikes, <laughs> I didn't bikes, think man. so. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think it was still around when I learned how to drive. <laughs> now, Blockbuster, Blockbuster went out for me by the time I was like 14, I think, maybe. And uh, the last thing I remember doing at Blockbuster was printing out uh, Pokemon Snap photos. So. Nah, those were the days. I, I, want, I think I we've, I think we've uh, gotten off topic here, so before uh -huh. we completely run out of time, <laughs> do, and, do any of the non-dads or new dads have any questions for, for the old dads or... If you could date one Nintendo dad, who would it be? <laughs> I meant that. I meant that. I meant that as like dads in Nintendo games. But if you want to go with if you want to go with Jesse, I guess that works too. <laughs> 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 I I don't know that I have necessarily any questions. More of like I guess. Well, I, Justin, I don't know if you were ever around when you, with like little babies around, but like Jesse, did you ever find a time where like gaming just isn't a thing because the you know it's all baby all the time type of thing? Because that's uh, kind of the mode remember, that I'm in. I remember when I first when I first got married and we started having kids. Uh, I, I did I did kind of fall out of gaming. I, mm -hmm. You know, I, I had a few PC games that I would play when I had time, but I didn't really get, you know, so, like, when, so like when the GameCube launched, I didn't get one right away, and we were, I was sure. still playing a little bit of my N64, but it wasn't a lot, then when I, you know, I ended up getting, the first, the first marriage was a, a divorce, but I, after that, then I, I did get 
pick up like a PS2 and a GameCube and started to get back into gaming and have been relatively current. I've never owned any Xbox system, but I've had sure. every Nintendo system and every Sony system since then. Mm. Okay, fair. Yeah, I think probably the most gaming I've done since high school was probably in the years between my divorce and my current successful fair. relationship. <laughs> See, Eugene, you've got it made because with the Switch... If you have ten minutes laying in bed while your son is asleep, yeah, that's, that, you can play a good. Pooping that's kind of right what there. I was gonna get at actually, because <laughs> if that that's where my gaming happens most of the time. Like you know, either he's in my lap and it's like okay, well, just pull the switch out because I usually have it next to me or something, and then just you know game for a little bit or. Like I guess when it's always he sleeps an arm's for, reach away, right? Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> when he sleeps for you know his two ah. or three hour periods, that's a good time to try and get some gaming in too. See, you know it's 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 funny because I know we've talked a lot about how we play our Switch, and I've always said you know I don't I prefer to play in the TV. I almost never play handheld unless I'm playing at work. And but since I started working from home and throughout the summer when the kids were home. I actually found that I spent a lot of time playing Switch in handheld mode because they'd be downstairs playing Minecraft loudly. I'd be upstairs, <laughs> you know, trying to get work done and in between, you know, tickets at work, and I'd pull out my Switch and play for, you know, a little while. So it is a very handy thing to have, especially, you know, like you said, when he's old enough, you hand him a Joy-Con and... and play all those games together yeah so andy who is also a dad brings up another good point here in our private chat he says eugene if you have 10 minutes all you need to do is hop on the xbox log into the minecraft realm fall from a high place die and log out <laughs> now andy is building a base and he's about ready to have his nether portal connected how much to the did you say, that sounds like personal experience yes how much it did is. you pay andy to, tr to try me to get to play minecraft for no the joke i didn't even have to buy him his copy of the game <laughs> Like I yeah, did and, and nobody has to buy you a copy of the game either, Eugene, because you have Game Pass. It's no, true. no, no. That's bull. We have a standing offer that I will buy, if he ever decides to play, I will buy him his copy for Switch. It's a standing offer, and I stand behind that. I feel like I we're this getting is off a cult. Topic again. Uh, yeah, we're a Join us, Eugene. <laughs> Join us. First we mine, and then we craft. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess since we, we are kind of getting a little off off. Um, topic here. Let's kind of close it off a little bit, and let's. I, I, we kind of already were talking about this, but I didn't get to put my point in. So I remember, like, my first experiences actually was kind of gaming as a kid. Like, I remember picking up a controller and just like looking at the TV and trying to move the character around. You know, those are kind of like my first memories. So, um, do you guys have any like memories about like you know your first gaming moments? Yeah, mine. I I vividly remember my parents taking me to Blockbuster. And rent, and I know I've told this story on the show before, so sorry for the older listeners, but <laughs> renting Fester's Quest. Fester's Quest was that game that got me started on video game music because it was so brutally difficult that I could only ever get to the first alien. But man, that song that you heard when you got to that first alien was absolutely amazing. And then he would like destroy me in seconds, and then I have to play for another two hours to get to him. 
So, yeah, that and then Tetris with my mom that I already talked about. All right, well, sim- similarly, everybody who's listened to the show more than once has heard my Mario Bros. story, so I'll keep it brief. But Dad put me in front of Mario Bros. I was, like, three years old. I played it. I cried because Mario died, and I didn't know if to come back to life. It was a, <laughs> I love this story. It was a, it was a process, man. So. God, that sounds like my experience with my jump? kids. Yeah, he. Uh, my dad had to teach me how to jump, how to run, how to all the all the basics. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my nine year old still doesn't know how to run in a Mario game because anytime I play one with him, I'm like, oh, okay. why are you so far behind? Okay, I realize that going off on tangents is our thing tonight, and I will let both of you tell whatever wonderful stories you I'm want to tell. <laughs> but it used to drive me absolutely. I used to sometimes I would wait after school, and we would have like an after school like daycare thing in elementary school, and they had like a Super Nintendo, and one of the games they had was Super Mario World. Kids who didn't know that there were different jump buttons and spun all the time. Oh my I hated God. those kids. <laughs> I hated those kids. They would keep spinning, and I'd be like, "No, you got to use the big." And they'd be like, "What big jump?" my god okay <laughs> tell us about your childhood <laughs> i mean i told this i told this story uh last week or a few weeks ago but my earliest uh video game memory was doing the doom and yeah. uh with the venture music on ColecoVision whenever you know you use up another life um that and of course donkey kong again on the ColecoVision. there there's a lot of ColecoVision playing in my house it's funny because um, my mother, brother, and sister, especially my mother and brother, played a lot of ColecoVision when I was growing up. And then when I was old enough to play games myself, I wanted a Nintendo. We got the Nintendo, and nobody ever played it except me. Um, my mother got hooked on Dr. Mario, my brother, and, and Tetris. My brother played a little bit of Dr. Mario and Tetris. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, like, for some reason when we made the transition from ColecoVision to Nintendo I was the only one who kept gaming and obviously I'm still gaming but um, yeah I mean my like I said before my dad never played video games so all of my gaming my gaming parenting experience comes from my mother nice I want to make it your mom joke, but I just can't. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you need so, more practice. You're not wrong. So, my story is a story that has never been told in this show. <laughs> I like it. I like it already. Okay. I think uh, I think I was ten. So I've I've had we've had this on television for several years now, and I, we got good at several games. So we we went out to a competition. That was a, a chi- parent-child competition for to play in television games. Most most of them were like teenage boys with their thirties, low forties fathers. Sure. And it was I was this ten-year-old with a late twenties mother. Okay. So we were obviously standouts <laughs> in the crowd. It was like. It was a three-round competition. The first round, skiing, game we've never played before, but there was multiple rounds, so sure. we kind of learned the game as we went, and sure. we ended up quali- one of the rounds we qualified in the, the next round. Nice. Next game was Astro Smash, a game we did own, and we rocked it, got to the finals, which wow. was bowling, a game we never played before, <laughs> which we... 
did have a little bit of time to practice, but none of I I didn't understand the concept yet. My mom sure she way she tells it the guy was keep moving walking her through it so much that she never learned it. It was she was just following what he was telling her. So when sure. it came to competition, we both wiped, which was fine. We didn't really want to win it. Sure. Because uh, it was would have. I think it, the winner would have went into like a nationals in California, uh, of which we weren't really interested in doing. But we we got second place and uh, got like a small TV, like like literally like this big. Was, Aww. Oh yeah, like you know, this was thirteen you know, inches. This was nineteen eighty four. So yes. uh, on the television and like six or eight games. So that that was a, an awesome way to spend a weekend. That's cool. nice. That's a good story there. That's great. Cool. Well, I know we didn't quite make it to the end of the segment, but um, I think we'll close it off there, and we'll take a little break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, see, you want to suggest a game for Infendo Radio? It's going to cost you $2 a month, see? Oh, God, <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. Um, my name is Lucas, but that's not important. What is important is that we're going to be playing some Nintendoons. Um, it's been a hot minute since we've played a round of Nintendoons, mostly because getting all this music is such a chore. But we're here, we're ready to play, and we have a special guest with us tonight, so it seemed only fitting that we play our most important game. I'm, I should stop talking and just get to the game. Um, the way it's going to work is I have 10 video games, all of which have at least been on a Nintendo platform. Um, you guys are going to have to guess what game this music came from. It ranges from incredibly easy to incredibly complicated. We also have some of our patrons suggest songs. So um, anything could happen. Nice. If you win, you get a point. <laughs> if you get the most points, you win. And if it comes down to a tiebreaker, which it very well might be because there's four of you tonight, I have a song prepared for that too. So without further ado, gentlemen, I'm going to start playing music. Tell me if you I can hear to, it, and we will I begin. I have to get my ting ready. Okay. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2. Damn, it's Super Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Dang. Who, um, who said that? Justin. Which one? I said Street Fighter 2 and then said Super Street Fighter 2. Yeah. All right. Well, you just kept saying Street Fighter, so I'm going to give that one to Justin. <laughs> Fair. Justin, Fair. Are, are you keeping track of um the scores tonight, by the way? Yeah, I've, I've, I've got my app out, so there's my ting. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, so that was round one. Um, yeah, that helped. Why are you starting with a lightning two? round? Jeez. Yeah, I guess. Um, that was oh. tough because there are three versions of Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo, and they all have different, like, music style. Sure. Like, it's yeah, the same music, fair. but different instruments. What I didn't mention was that that song was suggested by a patron, and his name is Melik Emrys. So, ah. thank you. Um, going on to round two. I honestly don't know if this is going to be better or worse. I guess just get ready, guys. <laughs> Go quick. Is this a Lucas? Yeah. Yoshi's Island? Yoshi's Story? Why do I want to say Chameleon Twist? Oh my god, I know I have this. No idea. 
Um, fun fact about Nintendoons, you can ask us questions, so feel free to do that as well. Ukulele? Can we get system? Um, yeah, sure. GameCube. Okay, there goes my first guess. Um... <laughs> oh! Pikmin. Pikmin 2. Nope. I knew this would be a good one to start with. I hate you. I'm sure it's not, but I may as well go with it. Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? That's what I was just thinking, too. Would you guys like another track? I do, and it I probably won't it... be jungly at all, and we'll all be thrown. <laughs> yeah, right. Does the main character wear gloves? <laughs> Another track. And no, the main character does not wear gloves. Damn. I like the soundtrack. What so is far. this? I know that first track. Although this sounds familiar too. The main character probably should be wearing gloves when they're at their profession, but they don't. Burger Burger time. Your Lucas hand. <laughs> Burger time. <laughs> um, can we get genre? Um, I wanted to say adventure, flat 3D platformer. Let me do a little Google. Star Fox Adventure. Um, no. No. What? I told you they'd shame us. Would it be giving too much away if I asked what the main character's profession is? Um, yes, let's, let's just say you were very close with um, burgers. This is a platformer action adventure. Oh, is this SpongeBob? Is this a SpongeBob God game? Damn it! Son of <laughs> this has Son of to be a SpongeBob game. <laughs> SpongeBob battle for Bikini Bottom, and the reason Yay! that. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, you have Virginia, a lot of editing to do uh, there. Steve <laughs> swore, and I almost swore, so you you might want to make a note of that. I did um, swear. Fair warning: this one could be a lightning round if any of you are particularly savvy on your game. So prepare. RPG. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. What was that one? Super Mario RPG. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's been a while since I played that. Dude, yeah, this will I didn't be the shortest the round music of music itself it, it, ever. But as usual, it was the sound font that gave it away. <laughs> yeah, it was Square Enix. Um, <laughs> or Square was, at the time. I was hoping that you guys wouldn't have gotten that so I could have played this. Oh, that would be mean. Uh, you would have screwed me on that one. Yeah, that would have been that would have been my hope, but sadly. Where just was that in Mario RPG? Um, there's a fight, a secret boss, uh, Kulax, and it has the. Yeah, it, it plays the. It, and it I've plays never the battle. It. It, it plays the battle music from Final Fantasy IV. It even plays the. When you yeah. beat it. Yeah. And then okay. I didn't get that far. I was never able. Yeah, no, it, 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 Kulax demolished me when I fought. <laughs> Going back to our childhood gaming thing, um, this game I couldn't read when I got it, so my parents had to read it for me. Oh, oh man. Okay. That was for them. Um, Actually, going back to our childhood gaming thing, Schnazzy one in the chat way back when he said that when his um, son uh, grows up, he wants to play that with them, so then he can teach him how to read. That's a good idea, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When this when this game first came out, I couldn't beat the Power Ranger clones. 
Oh, oh yeah. Axum Rangers. Uh, Axum Rangers. I love the Axum Rangers. <laughs> there we of go. Yes, you do. We all have something in common. We've all experienced the Axum Rangers in some form. Um, just to catch you guys <laughs> up, playing along at home. Currently, Justin has two points. Eugene has one. Steve has none, and Jesse has a point for being awesome, but not for. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one comes to us from a patron. His name is Phantom. You may have heard of him before. Um, Oops. Again, fair warning. Kind of could be a lightning round too, so I guess maybe get ready. All right, here we go. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow. Okay. I know oh. Phantom. That's true. Is it really? It's Fire Emblem Three Houses. I've n- I don't That's know anything about fair. the music. I just know Phantom. I can name this tune in two notes. <laughs> You know, that's, I, that's as bad as 20 answers last week. fun to let Jesse make a guess. <laughs> I gotta get my one point. I'll stop after that. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. Other than Mario RPG, these are games I haven't played. Yeah, so that was um, that was Fire Emblem. Oh, Good job, Steve. It, You're on the it's board. real fun when nobody recognizes any of the music and we spend five minutes looking for clues. Well, then you're going to really appreciate this next one, because I pulled it right up out of my you-know-what. Um, oh Watch this one being one I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I highly doubt any of you have even played this game. Um, I pulled it on a total whim. Here we go. And while you're looking confused and enjoying the tunes, I'm going to find out some info about this game, so I have something to say. Sounds like DuckTales, but it's not. Mm-mm. This Game Boy? Fan- Phantom says next time he's going out of left field, he's mad at me. He's got to. <laughs> um, alright. Is this an actual retro game or a game that wants to be retro? It's... Good question. Define retro. Okay, Did is this, this game... an authentically old game or is it a game that's trying to look and sound old? I mean, I don't think it's particularly... It's kind of old, I guess. It's it, it sounds like what it should sound like. Okay, fair. But I don't know that's how much right. of a hint that's going to be. Those are really dodgy questions. How about we get the console then? Game Boy Advance? That'll do. Is that old? <laughs> it's, that's yeah, pretty old, yes. man. That's pretty old. <laughs> it's 2000, so yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. Um, it came out like my freshman year of college. And Lucas doubts any of us are going to get it, so it's not Sonic. Let me put it this way. I would I would give it to you if you got, like... Well, that would be too much of a hint, I guess. You don't have to get this spot on to get this, is what I'm going to say. Ooh, he said so, spot. So very, I, I never owned a GBA until after the DS launched, so... so I, I was in that... Didn't gain much mm-hmm. years. So I previously really talked equipped about. for this round, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Let's get a new track. Is this a licensed game? I'm liking this, this one, though. This is a licensed game. Is this also Spongebob? I'm sorry? No, this is not is Spongebob. This... <laughs> this has to be, like, the only GBA game I have ever heard that actually uses the Game Boy Advance sound chip instead of just creating really low bitrate mp3s so so here's a fun fact for you this game came out on two platforms the game boy advance and the wonder swan oh boy wonder swan huh what is the wonder swan the wonder swan is a handheld game console featured in japan by bandai 
It was developed I thought it was Bandai, by Yokoi's was... company, Koto Laboratory and Bandai, and was the last mm-hmm. piece of hardware Yokoi developed before his death in 1997. Thank you, No, Wikipedia, the One Piece One Color was the last. Hey, he got that from Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth. You don't dispute that. So I guess I guess it's probably pretty self-explanatory at this point that this game was developed by Bandai. Um, what you might not have been able to pick up on is that this game was also developed by Dimps. Dimps? I don't think I've ever heard of them before. I've only heard of them because they have a lot of those handheld Sonic ports. This is not a Sonic, Which... by the way. All right, well, there goes my first guess. No, we knew that because they said none of us... <laughs> would you guys like to start getting a little know. more granular with your questions? Because we're running out of music, and you're nowhere near this one. Yeah, what's, what's the Is genre? this a Digimon game? Yeah, genre. You son of a... <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Eugene. Wow! I just remember oh, we you. were talking about Digimon last week, so this yeah. game is um, Digimon Battle Spirit. So that's Jesse, a game. I'm sorry, you're clearly at a severe disadvantage here. Well, he's at yeah, a dis- that that is when the show was aired on TV. So yeah, that makes sense. He's at a disadvantage in part because you guys keep using like, oh, I know what Phantom would pick as music for like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, this next one um, comes from a listener, the Brianosaurus, and I will give Jesse an advantage by telling him that Brian is wild, unpredictable, and a beautiful human being. So, <laughs> I'm not sure how that's an advantage. That just means he knows not to expect anything. There you go. And with that, let's get busy. That was not what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, it's got funky all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Is this a? Can we get console? Um, yeah, sure. N sixty four. Did did they make a sequel to Buck Bumble? That I don't know. About? <laughs> yeah. N sixty four. Oh, what's that game? I there was a guess. lot of N sixty four. I didn't play. Yeah. The only N sixty four game I can think of that might have a soundtrack similar to this is Iggy's Wrecking Balls. If it's that. No way. No way. What? what? This Wait, is, what? It's a game Are you called serious? Wrecking Balls, which, um, oh my God. which was wow. a that I have talked about on this show numerous times because I used to rent it from Blockbuster, and apparently um, that was enough for Steve it's, to get it. No. That, what I was I, saying is that's the only game I can think of on the N64 that would have this style soundtrack that's weird. I... I am giving you this point begrudgingly, Steve. (laughs) I would like to point out before anybody gets too mad at me that that was a patron suggestion and I had no control over it. And I would like to point out I was just as surprised as you guys were when I got that point. I mean, maybe maybe Brian uh, put that in there to make up for the fact that he blew up half our realm. Um, I, 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 I did, however, have a choice over this game, so listen well and get ready. Oh boy. So this is a Lucas. Animal Crossing New Leaf. No, but I was thinking Animal Crossing when I used this one. The Legendary Starfy. Nope. Is this a Nintendo Mario Party game? 6. I'm almost positive this is a Nintendo developed game, but I will check for you. 
this sounds By so the familiar. way, um, Steve, Eugene, and I are tied with two points. Don't you? Don't what the hell all am three I, of our liver? usual co-hosts have two points? Yeah. As I say, I have three or two points too. I just said that. Wow. Um, That's literally what I just said. I this game you was, guys, this game was published face, and more or less developed by Nintendo. Okay. More or less? More, more or, less. or less. System? Um, this game came out on the Super Nintendo. Well, I'm out. Wait. Hmm. Is this Yoshi's story? Nope. Would you like another track? Kirby's uh, Dream Land Island. 3? Nope. Would you like Kirby's another track? Of course. Yes. 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 Sim City? It's, it's, it's Kirby's Dream Course. Steve Thank you, Justin. It? Oh. oh. <laughs> Who got it? I Steve. did. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate the hint. That's categorically was, categorically I, the best Kirby game too, and I and I, I can't. I, I knew there was. It sounded like a HAL game. I was. There's, um, <laughs> there's a story here too. I bought it. I didn't know it was a golf game. I was incredibly child, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, this next track comes to us from Slacker Monkey, and in the interest of making it a lightning round, because I feel like making it a lightning round. I'm going to make okay. it a lightning round. You gentlemen may or may not recognize this song from Super Smash Brothers. However, it is also one of the songs in this game, which is the game that I'm looking for. Let's just play the music. Da -da -da -da. Okay. Oh. Um, it's, uh, it's one of the Wario games. Might be. Game in Wario? Uh, WarioWare something. WarioWare. No. Um. Is it a Wario game? I feel it it might be. It's gotta be. What Wario, Wario games are there? Wario World. Wario Land Shake It. There it is. Dang it. <laughs> I was gonna start going through the Game Boy games. <laughs> start with the Game Boy and work your way up. That was worried. Told you I wasn't going to be good at this game. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Jesse, this, you're doing about as well as I usually do. You're a beautiful True. human being, and we love and respect you for that. Um, okay. <laughs> Track number nine. Oh, God, which one do I want to go with? Track number nine. Oh, I like this, whatever it is. I don't even care about the points. Mm. This better not be a Sonic game, Lucas. I'll be so pissed. Hmm. Well, um, can we get console? Um, switch. Hmm. That narrows it down to about 2,500 games. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're closer to 3,000 at this point. It's been a couple Probably. months since yeah, that came out. It's been a while since I've looked. Yeah. yeah. Would you consider this game an indie title? Yes and no. That's helpful. More yes than no. Sorry? Developer? Um... Giving you the developer would be a massive giveaway. So why don't I just give it's you a cadence? Song. What did you ask, Steve? 
Is this Cadence? Nope. Is this this isn't Rocket League, is it? Nope. But no, I, I promise you that if I gave you the developer, it would be giving this game away. So, That's what I'm trying to think. Paladins? Of. A developer that only has one game. Yeah, <laughs> right? Slash so up only? Um, no, I believe it had a physical release, but I'm not 100% on it. Um, how about genre? Did we get genre? Um, I would classify it as a platformer action adventure. Platformer action adventure. Celeste? Did you say Celeste? I did. Yes! Yes! Oh! It's ukulele! Damn it, I guessed that earlier. Did Why you? do I not recognize yeah. it? Well, not what? not in this round, in an earlier okay, round. Okay, so um, the first one was Up and Nova, which is one of the minigame songs that you probably only listened to once when you were trying to do the minigames. And the other one was the Moody Maze Marsh minecart music, which would only play hmm. during the minecart minigames. See, I tried playing play the Wii version of that game. Oh, and, uh, version, okay. And I think like the first stage, I was actually trying to do a live stream of it, and the first first stage pissed me off. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, that explains why I didn't recognize the music, because it because uh, David Wise did the uh, minecart mm -hmm. levels, not Grant Kirkhope, so it didn't sound like Grant and Kirkhope music. Believe it or not, I was thinking that when I was pulling the music, because I didn't want you to get it too quickly. Um, yeah, fun fact about <laughs> that game, um, Jesse, and everybody else here already knows it, but Jesse. Um, when that game came out, I insisted on waiting for the Switch version. When the Switch version got delayed by like a year and a half, I was incredibly salty. So yeah. I, mm. I I was a backer and was I was one of the disappointed backers. Yeah, I I, I yeah, like Justin said, I waited for it to go on sale actually yeah. before I bought it because I was that salty. So when it went um, down well, to like thirty dollars, it wasn't even a good sale when we bought it. Yeah, no, <laughs> not I, even going to mention I need, Friday number I need, nine. Like, I needed like the justification because everyone else was getting it for twenty dollars and like anyway, that's not Holly Holly Feldmuth was also a backer that backed the Wii U version. Yeah. There are currently. 1,913 games on the Switch, according to Wikipedia. That is Dang. disgusting. Well, that's false. <laughs> <laughs> like I Justin, say, Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge and truth. Justin, we're about to go into our 10th and potentially final round. Would you like to give me a score recap so I know what's going on? Sure. Who got ukulele? That would be Jesse. Yeah. Right. So that puts Jesse on the board with one point. Eugene has two. And by some miracle, Steve and I are tied in the lead with three. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Mm. All right, well, here we go then. This is round 10, possibly our final round. Um, I am apologize in advance. I was feeling silly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what to make of this. Is that Neither does your cat. Ducks as samples? <laughs> <laughs> right? Duck simulator! Is this like... Is this like... I don't even know where to start. Is this like Tiny Toons on like the Super Nintendo or something? Animaniacs? Nope! Alright, well... 
Brian is blurting stuff out in the chat, so I'm not even going to say anything. Don't look at the chat because that's cheating. Oh, I haven't seen the chat yet, so I will All right, not I guess saw the chat. All right, well, since Steve, you're disqualified from guessing, I guess. Of course, our producers should know better than to blurt answers out in chat, because that's supposed to be our safe space. <laughs> Justin, please tell me you know this, too, and you're also disqualified. I don't know this. Well, I I only what know this? what Brian, Brian said what in What is chat. this? I've, I'm just baffled. Brian, stop putting in the chat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. See, I was a good host, and I closed my chat cause I, for reasons just like this. I closed my chat, too. I'm still, the, the, the speech bubble's still popping up on the bottom of the screen. And we'll deal with it after the show. No. How about a hint? A hint. What system did this come out on? Um, this came out on the Switch. Perfect. <laughs> ooh, 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 Rugrats. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to go to another song. Um. Okay, I'm gonna have to kick Brian from the call, aren't I? Ooh. First he blows up the realm, now he spoils the final round of Nintendo news for me. Brian, if I lose, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, would anybody like um, a hint or something to narrow this game down, or do you want to just keep guessing blind? How about a genre? RPG. Um, oh, why did you have to go with genre? Hang on. Well, Steve already told I mean RPG, well, so is it it's an It's got RPG? some RPG elements to it, as I understand, even though I've not played this game. Yeah, RPG! Here's a fun fact for you. It's one of the games in my pile of shame, so remember back to that show. <laughs> yeah, that'll help hmm. no one. <laughs> I'm, I'm bitter right now. Um, hmm. Switch game. Did it have a physical release, or is it just digital? Yes, I bought the physical release. Thank you, Steve. Lucas, I'm just going to take this over. <laughs> right, well, I would I would say at this point that since only Eugene and Jesse are still even potentially playing, um, why don't we just I, go I, I say, yeah, I say you give Can Jesse I... this point, yeah. and then Steve and Justin <laughs> will have one more round to themselves for no, 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 the no, win. No, 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 no. You know what we're doing? We're giving Jesse this point, which means that now Eugene and Jesse both have two points. Steve and Justin both have three points, and this bonus round is worth two points. Ooh, um, making it Jesse, spicy. Jesse, welcome to Nintendo's, where the points are made <laughs> up when they don't matter. <laughs> um, I, I apologize in advance for this one. The rules are made up and the points don't matter. That's what was the What was that game? What was that game? Undertale. Oh, oh, that game was Undertale. Um, oh, I should have known that. I. It's also on my palace shape. I shouldn't have known that, but That's another you know, game we I had a producer kept blurting it out in the chat. So, uh, <laughs> so fair warning for this. Um, I'm glad I had this sudden death game. Um... The game that I'm about to play has not technically been on a Nintendo console. So, good luck. I believe in you oh. guys. Oh, boy. What do you mean not technically? Lightning round, go. Oh, sh... Oh. <laughs> right? It's not been on a Nintendo console? How? That mean, you said, the way you worded that, is that announced but not yet released? Nope. It is out, but it is not on a Nintendo console. Oh! Pokemon Masters. Nope. Pokemon Go? Yes! 
Yes! <laughs> this, um, this is Lavender Town from Pokemon yeah. Red. And that's, yeah, if I knew it was Lavender like, Town. I'm like, how is this not on a Nintendo console? It's a phone game. See, the, the first thing I did when, when I started playing Go was to shut the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you would have you would have had a hard time guessing this anyway because this music only played during the 2017 Halloween event. So there you go. There. Wow, that's specific. <laughs> oh, I guess by the by the rules that we invented on the spot because we needed them, Eugene Oops. wins with four points. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. I, I don't think I've won I in like weeks. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I don't think <laughs> I've right, won this well, year. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Pokemon Go, please sponsor us. Do you know how many holes are in a straw? Because we've had this question on the show before. You can ask similar questions to that at patreon.com slash infendoradio for just $3. All right, it's question block time. We have a great question from Slacker Monkey. He asks, if the world was about to end and you were given the opportunity to make uh, make real one fictional character and try to save the world, who would you entrust the fate of the world to? I intentionally left this vague as as to how the world was going to end. Bah, wow. I, I don't even oh, know where to start here, but Lucas, I, I think you had an answer, so why don't you That's start easy. us out? I do, but it's weeby and I don't want to go first. because It can't be any worse than mine, so I'll go first. I, okay, <laughs> good. I've got two words for you. Minecraft Steve. God, oh my god, Steve. okay. Fight me. Steve! Steve. Makes sense. <laughs> it does too. We're he all can, doomed. He can be dropped in a world with nothing in it, and he can build amazing things. He can survive being blown up by a creeper. He can yeah, survive he can. drowning. He can't save he it can from fly. happening. But that's, just, that's the beauty of it. The he's point not is, real. he's supposed to save the world, not rebuild it after it's destroyed. You would have been better off at getting an obsidian base that can't be destroyed. You would be better off getting Al from Home Improvement. Okay, like all right. Well, Steve, actually, that's a that's a that's a valid answer because he is in a video game. Steve, you made a valid answer. Hey, it's hey, not hey, a good answer, hey, but it's he a did valid not, one. He did not specify video game. He said any fictional character, which is oh my, wait wait wait. I rescind my answer. Which <laughs> I'm going with One Punch Man from the anime series of the same name because he can kill anything in a punch and he just like save the world from being invincible. So that's my choice. Fair. Pretty I've simple. I've never actually seen that one, but uh, isn't it the fact it's that so he normally doesn't good. want to and really has to have it's, incentive to do something? It'll be it'll be fine. When an asteroid was hurtling toward Earth in one of the episodes <laughs> in season one, he got there really late, and the town was still destroyed, but the asteroid didn't collide with Earth in one piece, so it'll be fine! <laughs> okay, I've got a new answer then, since I messed up my first one. I want the rock from The Fast and the Furious. He punched a missile. <laughs> Can accepted. I have, can Steven. I have the rock from the Scorpion King? Yes. No. We can all just, he didn't punch him. We can all just take a different version of the rock. I want. <laughs> I got my I answer want, then. Yes. Go I ahead. got my answer. All right. So my answer is actually Sean Connery from The Rock. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Jesse, care to weigh in? These used to be questions about video games, but our patron saved So. Right. Um. So. Going, I see where this is going, and <laughs> my first thought was Aladdin's genie 
smart. And, you know, take Robin Williams or... I was going to say, which care. one? Which one? I'll, take, I'll take Robin Williams. They, they, they each okay. have good points. E- either way, they both have phenomenal cosmic power. That's a valid wow. answer. I like that one. All right, fair. Well, um, we do have one final question coming in from Brian, and he asks, if you can hold any world record, what would it be? Wow. Um... <coughs> I don't know what I would hold a Well, I can record. piss you guys off again with this answer, too. The most uh, time put into Hyrule Warriors. Oh I haven't God. said that. You're, you're inching up on that one, Steve. <laughs> yeah. That might actually be legitimate already. Okay, I know my answer. Mine would be to have the world's largest Nintendo video game collection. It's exactly where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, when you started you the sentence. Um, <laughs> um, not just the world largest Nintendo. Children, <laughs> <in> NES. <laughs> hmm. um, I want. I want the world's most successful Nintendo podcast. Sorry, Jesse. I'm. I'm coming for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even um, give an answer. Somebody has probably already beat me to it, but just in case they haven't, can I be the first person in the world to have lifetime passes to every Disney park in the world? That doesn't really seem like a record, but I think we can allow it for the sake of getting (laughs) on with this question. Even even if I'm not, which I probably am not, but I don't know. (laughs) Fair. Uh, Jesse, Steve, you got an answer for us here? I, I gave you my um, answer. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, blocked, I blocked the Hyrule Warriors out of my. Resume, I know. I, I, I can make everybody tune out with uh, a couple of games: Hyrule Warriors, <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Every time I say it, their eyes glaze over. Oh my God, Shantae, Shovel Knight. <laughs> yeah. My my co-hosts usually do that when I start talking about Picross. Okay, <laughs> I love Picross. Hey, you, you've got a fan. So how about Picross how about right here, so. how about the world's record for the most time spent talking about Picross in one session? Yeah, there we go. I probably have that one. You <laughs> you're, you're probably well on your way to to the record of most Picross played, at least. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've I've 100%ed every Picross uh, 3DS game, every pick, uh, every Picross S on the Switch, the, the Pokemon one, the Zelda one. Oh my! That's saying something to 100% it too, because there's a I, lot of puzzles. I did Pokemon and Zelda. Yeah. yeah, and some some Lord of the Nazarick. I still haven't 100%ed. Picross DS. <laughs> Literally, yeah, me too. I still have puzzles yeah. that I can finish on that one. That one I don't think I ever did. The, but that was like the first one that I've ever tried, and that interface was kind of awful. Sure. I'm Jupiter has improved Pic- over the years. I'm halfway through Picross 3D, if that counts. <laughs> yeah, 3D and 3D2. I've, I've finished Just all of those. Wow. <laughs> nice. If you could play any Picross game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll take a little break here, and then we'll be right back with Change the System. Do you want to be the next Justin Bailey? Email tips at infendo.com if your code works. All right, it's time for Change the System. Um, We're going to talk about the games we have been playing, and we're going to start with Jesse um, as our guest. I want to hear about the games you've been playing. It sounds like you've been playing a lot of Pit Cross, but what other what other games have you been playing? Well, uh, I try to play a little Pokemon Go. I forget which one of you plays it still, but That's... You know, I do a little bit of that every day. Mm-hmm. 
everyone pointing everyone out. Yeah, the pointing doesn't mean anything to anybody. But I play Pokemon Go. Sometimes Justin opens my gifts. Lucas has been playing Pokemon Go lately because he's been sending. I am on the quest for a Shadow Guard of War. She's all I want in this world, and I'm gonna get one. So yeah, I. The group I raid with, we usually will do the Wednesday raid hours. Mm-hmm. It's from where I am. It's from six to seven Central Time. So like, we started this. We joined this call at seven thirty my time. So I was going to be having to rush from there to here. Mm-hmm. Except for because this week is Deoxys. There's four different forms, and people wanted to cherry pick their forms. So mm. instead of following the route we normally take for these hour raids. But since I, I was joining late, so I thought I'd join where the normally the fifth raid is. Uh huh. I was expecting them there around six fifteen to six twenty, and I'm there at six thirty. I'm like, where is everyone? No one's here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we went over here. I'm like, well, tell me these things. Right. I specifically <laughs> said in the chat, I will meet you here. Tell me when you're coming. And no one came. So I was kind of pissed off at them this morning for this sure. afternoon. Yeah, that's kind of Yeah. yeah. Uh, Next week's raids will be Mewtwo again with a chance to be shiny. And I missed that one last time too, so. Well, it wasn't a shiny chance the fir- before. This is the first time he'll be shiny. I is I, yeah. I didn't get a Mewtwo, like even a regular Mewtwo, so I'm excited yeah, okay. to so, get the opportunity. Okay, is this is this metal Mewtwo or is this regular Mewtwo? Regular Mewtwo. Well, and that's what time? <laughs> starting starting Monday at. Uh, Four Eastern. Yeah. Okay. See, I have oh, armor Mewtwo, but I don't have the regular. The reassembling. Mewtwo. The only <laughs> the, these Mewtwo's do they count for anything? <laughs> the only raid uh, two, Pokemon. Two Mews is not the same as Mewtwo. The only raid wait, Pokemon wait, wait. I have is an Articuno, and that's because I don't have a crew. So. Oh yeah, I was able to get a few holes filled in from my brother-in-law who ca- caught them from. He lives in the, he lived in the south for a while, so we got some of those regionals. So mm-hmm. I, I have a, a I have a full Kanto Dex, a full Johto Dex. Nice. And I think I'm only missing like eight or ten in the third region. Jeez, you're hardcore. It is. We, See, I was really really into Pokemon Go when I was working in the city because you know I would hit all the poke stops using the the pokeball and you know I'd be catching stuff while I was at work now that I'm working from home I don't get out much so actually right. so I, I I purposely make time for myself every night when I'm done working to do a little driving around to hit stops and try to sure. catch things. Actually, I just realized something I bring my kids to school every, to and from school every day I can start hitting the go. poke stop <laughs> near the school and you got a Pokemon be at all. You have the Pokeball Plus, so it'll spin it for you. Right. Yeah. And actually, I have two accounts, so I'm dual wielding raids. And oh I have boy. Two Pokeball Pluses <laughs> paired to each one. Jeez. I have them set to don't notify notify me on Pokemon, just notify me on stops. Uh-huh. And since I have a Pokemon on stroll in them, it'll automatically spin the stop for me. So if I can hit this, this, this is one quarter mile stretch of block. And if I can drive slow enough, with, if there's no traffic around, I can get like 12 spins. Wow, nice. About <laughs> that, did you notice that at some point a few months after the Pokeball Plus came out, they decreased the maximum speed you can drive, you huh. can go by Pokestops? Because I remember being able to 
just kind of cruise past Pokestops like 30 miles an hour I, and still hit I them. I think and so. I remember hitting a few at 30, and now I've got to go like 25 15. if I'm lucky, but probably more like 20. Yeah. I, I noticed that way. I mean, that was quite a while ago, but that really extended my uh, my trips home from work at the time. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, so I try to do that, like, avoid doing that during rush hour. You know, I normally <laughs> will do it, like, like, 7 or 8 o'clock at night. Sure. And there's very little traffic on that road. Yeah, I've got one of the Gotcha Go Pokemon Go uh, Plus thingy, Mabobbers, that basically does the same thing as the Pokemon Go Plus or the Pokeball Plus and spins it for me. So that's nice as well. Like you know, just kind of go out, go get some ice cream, and get like you know five Pokestops. Don't have to spend money on Pokeballs. Right. So I've also I started playing the Dragon Quest Eleven demo on the Switch. Nice. I haven't gotten far yet because I don't want to finish the demo and then wait for the game to come out. I kind of want to try to time it so I can just migrate smoothly into the game. So to fill the time, I started replaying Dragon Quest 1. I, I, I found my old Game Boy Color carts of oh, 1, okay. 2 oh, nice. as, a, as a cart and then 3 as another cart. Uh, I'm, so I have a Retron 5 that I dusted off and I haven't touched it in years. But I have it attached to my streaming equipment, so I was about an hour and a half. Monday night, I I streamed the first hour and a half of Dragon Quest on our channel. Nice. And I said that the, I got to a stuck point because I needed to grind a bit, so I'll probably grind a bit, not continuing with the dungeon that I was in, just grind to try to get more experience and money mm -hmm. to buy better weapons and armor. So then next time I stream, I can continue from where I left off and able to just ransack it. We actually um, have a listener, Minus, who bought Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3, that bundle that's apparently only out in Japan right now. But um, it has I, like an English I thought you think version. that came out yet. I thought they came out on the, the same day as 11 comes out. Here. I think he, well, I know he bought it. I don't know if he owns it yet, so he might have pre-ordered it and okay. it's on the he way. Might have he bought it, he I bought do, it physically. But I do plan on buying it. And because the Japanese version will have English text. Yeah, that's oh. what uh, that's what I was getting at. So, so. I, I, if it, if they don't make any announcement for the West soon, I probably will pick it yeah. up myself. Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Quest Three is my jam, so I'm looking forward to it. Although I usually like to that's, play the Game Boy Advance version. So. I haven't finished three. Uh, I tried playing it when I first when I first bought got the cart, which yeah, I still have that here. Nice. Um, and. Uh, but I didn't get very far into it. I did beat one and two yeah. back when I played it about ten years ago, and then I think I've played and finished every Dragon Quest that's been out since. You know, four, five, and six on the DS, seven and eight on the 3DS, nine. Nine is also on the DS. Nine is my favorite. It's so good. I tried replaying nine, but when they sh took off Wi-Fi Connect I can see functionality, that. I can it see ruined that. it because you no that. longer had access to gear mm -hmm. that anymore through the, the through the online shop. That's kind it's of, um, oh, I was just going to say, that's kind of how Final Fantasy III was because it had kind of a predecessor to Street Pass where you could like send letters to other players. And it was like the only way to get the Onion Knight, which is like the best class in the game. And once that went I, away. I tried playing Final Fantasy III when that came out on the DS and I didn't. Like it. That was the um, first Final the first Fantasy dungeon where you had to run to through as mini, <laughs> which means you were st stepped on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 you, you attacked with a with attack. Yep. So that I 
I didn't get far. You're gonna really make me wanna play some Dragon Quest games, and I've been like really close to getting Dragon Quest Builders too, too. So like yeah. that might. I've been wanting Ten to come out, mm-hmm. and it, obviously, you know, it hasn't. You know, that was a Wii game back in Japan. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, uh, MMO, really? right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's had, it's had a Wii, Wii U, and I think it's also on Switch. So that hmm. that game has lasted three console generations in Japan. Yeah, and uh, that I, game I, sounded I bought, like it was cool. I could have bought 11 last year on the PS4, but I decided to wait for the Switch. Yeah. I'm glad I did, because I wanted... I was originally going to buy the 3DS version that had to play it in, as a 2D sprites, and I was upset that it wasn't coming out here. <laughs> sure. But now the Switch version gives us both! Yes! Yeah. I've never played a Dragon Quest game, but the new one kind of has me curious, just because it is that like kind of marriage between retro and and new so it feels like it might be a good starting point but yeah, the game, I gotta the finish gameplay Final is still Fantasy turn based. first yeah. you know what you you can I think you can run or, you can maneuver in the 3D space but it doesn't mm-hmm. change anything in, in the actual battles I'll tell you what I'm excited for um, I grew up with Dragon Warrior Monsters which is now just Dragon Quest Monsters but I only ever played the Game Boy um, games I never got to play like the DS ones or anything apparently they're working on one for Switch there have been rumors Ooh. that that's coming out and I really want that to be a thing because I really want to get and, back into and, that series earlier in the year I played Builders 2 yeah I played through the story and when it got to the part where it was sandboxy I'm like okay I'm done well, see, I, I never got into Minecraft okay so our whole group is having the opposite problem with that because all of us <laughs> in the Infendo discord we bought the game and for us it's like oh man there's so much plot and we're just waiting to get to the sandboxy mm-hmm. stuff but it's like <laughs> a lot of plot well, that's why man. I didn't even bother with it because like it's Minecraft with requirements and like, yeah, it's. I like that. Minecraft I played it for the so story. Sandboxy. In fact, when the when the first story ended, yeah, that could have been the game, and I would have been happy and satisfied. <laughs> that was about a 30, 35 hour experience. You're telling us but there's no, a that was, second that was story. Just part we one gotta of get four. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. First story. What? Yeah, yeah. There's there's like four stories in that game. Oh lord. <laughs> wow. It, 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 it was a seventy five hour game for me. Wow. Lucas, I really just need broke to start Steven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve owns it and hasn't started it yet, so there you go. Yeah, bought it well. I mean, look doctor. at how much you could have gotten done if you hadn't spent all that time playing Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, or Minecraft. Minecraft is the bigger problem. Yeah, not by much nice. though. They're almost equal at this point. <laughs> well, you haven't <sighs> played any other non-Dragon Quest games, uh, Jesse? Uh, um, I'm thinking. Let me see what it, oh, I've. I started playing. See what have I been playing? I started I started playing some of the Super Nintendo games that they released last week. Mm-hmm. None of them really interest me. It's either games I've played forever and really don't care. To, I don't need to play them again, or games that I never wanted to play, or games I've never even heard of. I tried I playing have a hack Fire. Super NES Classic, so it does nothing for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I tried, I tr- launched Breath of Fire just to see what that was. And the first thing it asks me is, how do you want to map your buttons? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how the game works yet. <laughs> how am I supposed to answer that? <laughs> you tell me. You're the developer. Yeah, it, it gives me four buttons to map to one of seven options. Oh, right. What happens to the other three? Why not have them? <laughs> I don't know. I forget how old school, old school RPGs were. Like, I used to love Breath of Fire back in the day. It's like, oh, yeah, this is like the epitome of RPGs. And now it's like, ooh. 
yeah, we've taken a few <laughs> steps since then. <laughs> going back, going back through my previously played list, uh, a few more games. Uh, have you heard of Ever Dark Tower? Hmm. No, I think Phantom came was out talking about that three or four months, weeks ago, not months, weeks ago. <laughs> it's like a five, it's like a five or eight dollar game, a pretty cheap game. It's like a turn-based RPG. It it plays fast, mm-hmm. and and w- when you're done playing it, it gives you a new game plus option, so you can play it through the second time, you know, faster. Nice. And it, I've the two, I have two playthroughs through it in five hours. Jeez. Wow. So if you want a real quick bite-size RPG, have a look at that one. That, was, uh, I enjoyed playing it. That actually like sounds like it might be for me. It kind of yes, is too. Same here. <laughs> yeah, because if, if the hundred-hour games are daunting, you know, here's a five-hour. I'm, I'm yes. playing Final Fantasy IX with all the cheats on because I just want to blow through the story and I don't, you know, mm-hmm. care about all the <laughs> grinding and gameplay. Another game that I put maybe five or seven hours in. It's called Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. Hmm. It's like an uh, escape room type of game. Oh, cool. It uh, like, throws you into a, a, a house where initially you're limited to only like three rooms. And it's get out. Huh. Find your way out. And then it's... once you do get out, it expands your limits. You can go outside through multiple exits to do different things depending on what part of the yard you're in huh. in addition to getting access to the to the other parts of the of the house there was just five chapters i was able to get through four of them without a walkthrough <laughs> i think that the last chapter i don't think is written as well and that one i needed a walkthrough to find what i missed is it like a telltale but, type of game where it's like an adventure game or like how does the gameplay work it's like point and clicky okay cool so yeah, like a point-and-click adventure game, you like you, you pick up. It's like pick up a puzzle piece, drop it over here on this board, and then it does something. Nice. Huh. So okay. again, another short game. The whole uh, I played that game in under, in under ten hours. I don't remember exactly how long it took. Sure. Of course, the Switch doesn't tell me the hours until after it's been ten days. Yeah. So if I beat right. the game in under ten and days, then, and then sometimes no, then sometimes it tells you that you've only been playing for two days when you've been playing for like three weeks, and yeah. <laughs> right. I'm checking my profile now to see what it says, if it'll tell me. Yeah, five or more hours. So somewhere between five and ten. <laughs> Solid. Somewhere between five and infinity. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, once I get to the ten, it'll say ten or more. So it's somewhere between five and ten. Yeah, I don't understand why yeah. the 3DS and oh the Wii U God. could give us detailed playtimes to I the know, minute, I, but... I liked those game reports. Me too, that yeah. It came handy right, even during... Even the Wii did it. It, it came handy during uh, Game of the Year discussions. Sure. Okay, mm. what, ga- what game have I played the most this year? That'll be in my top five. Yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. Now, you can get that information out of the Switch if you have the parental app, like that's, which is garbage. See, or because if I don't want, app is I don't I want to lock changing my Wi-Fi rental. settings to a pin. Or if you just <laughs> yeah. happen to be um, playing your top five most played games while you're, you know, <laughs> while those are in your top list of like ten games that you've played recently. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the problem yes. with the parental app is I always turn the parental controls off so they don't have to deal with you know not being able to play certain games and whatnot. So it doesn't actually record any of your play time if you've switched it off hmm. right so you know it's way too many cons for the few pros I get so I, I haven't used it 
I think I used it for three days when it first launched, two and a half years ago, <laughs> and then hasn't, I haven't looked back. Well, you know, so, I, I, think, I think actually everything have to protect I have. my kids from playing, you know, Saints Row. So, yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, in our house, everyone has their, had their own Switch. So, before kids started moving out, we were a four-Switch household. Nice. Wow. That's, that must have made Mario Kart awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, only two copies of Mario Kart was owned, and I think both got lost somewhere in the house. Oh, so gosh. That didn't get somewhere. used much. <laughs> my you know, games I'm, are I'm all digital, so even if my kids get their own Switch for Christmas, they're going to have to get their own games. <laughs> yeah, I'm on. I'm 100% digital. The only cart I own is Breath of the Wild just because I bought one of the bigger boxes. Sure. I, I have... Pokemon tournament because that hasn't gone on sale digitally yet, and uh, you know the Labo games. Nice. Yeah, I, I have the VR kit. It's still in this box behind. <laughs> I've not, never opened not, it. Never put it together. You're not missing much, honestly. <laughs> I, I hated yeah. it. Fair. Yeah. I, I I heard it's like a five hour, three to five hour build for the bazooka by itself. I'm like that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> uh, all right. Because well, you know. I, Earlier this year, my, my, my kids and I put together uh, a rec room, rec, rec room masters arcade cabinet. I you can't see I, it, but it's over that corner. I know what you're talking about. Those are actually pretty cool. You built, you put one together. Yeah, my, my, my kids and I did that over two days. Nice. And, you know, the whole thing took about four or five hours. So that was more entertaining than putting together a cardboard bazooka. Right? <laughs> in the same time. Right. In fact, I recorded the entire process, and we have it up on 10 videos in, in a playlist oh, that are between 20 and 25 minutes each, just played out in no normal real time. Sure. And then I have the entire thing in a 16, what was it, 32? I forget, uh, time lapse. So the whole thing runs through in like six minutes. Nice. Yeah. So it's kind of amusing to watch. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, fair enough. Well, Jesse, if you're done with your um, the games you've been playing, then I think we'll toss it off to Justin, and he can talk about the games he has been playing this last week. Well, first I have a, a mini review for, for the show. Um, so let me start off by saying, Forces of Darkness empower me. Take me back to my virtual reality. You those, those, those of you watching on, on Twitch are getting a visual here. Those of you listening to the podcast, why aren't you watching us on Twitch? Um, so I, uh, for, I've been wanting to use my Labo VR more, speaking of which. Um, <laughs> and especially, you know, all the talks we've, we've been doing on Twitter and in Discord and whatnot about, you know, the pros and cons of Labo VR. But I'm kind of in the same boat that Steve's in, where I want a head strap. Like, I don't want to hold the thing. I don't mind that it's cardboard. I don't mind that you have to hold on to it. I just wanted a strap so that it's not, you know. So I started, at one point I was looking at that um, kickstarted uh, strap for yep. the Labo VR. And then I started thinking, you know, third-party companies make things that Nintendo makes themselves. I wonder if I can get something like that. And so I started looking at Amazon, and I found this. It is a foam and plastic and elastic and probably That's a few fancy. other materials. Um, Labo 
VR, well, VR headset, obviously it's not Labo, um, for the Switch. And the Switch Velcos right into there, and you've got some pretty high quality lenses, and it's got a nice strap and some cushion cushioning around your eyes. And I popped all that stuff in, popped off the Joy-Con and held, you know, put them in my grip, and sat and played a little bit of Breath of the Wilds over the past couple of days. Um, and it works really well. Um, I have to look up what brand it is because I don't remember. I basically just got the best rated one on Amazon. Um, oh, I'm curious. But, yeah, um, I'll, I'll look it up while I'm explaining. So the lenses are definitely a much higher quality than the Labo kits. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually see um, Breath of the Wild actually looks pretty good. Um, the company is... Oivo, O-I-V-O, all capitals. Justin, um, you'll have to put a link so, to that in our Discord. Yeah, it's actually written here on the on the cover. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just did a search for Switch VR headset, and that's like the first sponsored link. Yeah, it's <laughs> it. That's so. Yeah, that's the one I got. And uh, you know, so yeah, the lenses are are much better than the Labo kit, um, and it's got you know vents for. You know, holes for the for the vent so it doesn't overheat. It's got this nice opening here so it shows off the the logo, which is unnecessary but kind of cool. Um, you can reach all the buttons and switches, and you can take the Joy-Con off, put them back on. Um, so in some ways, it's actually a little bit better designed. Oh, charging port on the bottom as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's also um, not cardboard. Yeah, right. It's not cardboard. <laughs> I mean, I. The Labo VR was cool for what it was, and and I'm not disappointed that I got it. Plus, I haven't assembled the bazooka, but I've heard that that's really, really fun to play with. I just threw mine away the other day. Oh, no. Okay. Well, you have that money to burn, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) meanwhile, I spent $22 on this thing. Uh, So, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. The only complaint that I have for it so far... And I don't know whether this is a design problem or a me problem. So, <laughs> you know, take this with, with, with a grain of salt. Your mileage may vary. Um, the nose piece comes down pretty far. And what I found is I have to kind I have to breathe out my mouth because my breath will fog up the lenses. <laughs> and, you know, I was playing Breath of the Wild earlier today. I'm like, why is the... Why is it getting so blurry? I don't understand. It looked perfect when I sat, and then I took him off. I'm like, oh, that's no good. <laughs> so, um, I mean, aside from sticking straws in my nostrils <laughs> and, and bending them upwards so that oh, they come. Oh, my God, I um, take a picture of that. Uh, but how many holes I'll, do those I'll straws wear, have? I'll, I'll wear my CPAP mask when I put yeah, the Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I even tried at one point, like, taking a piece of paper and folding it over so that it would, you know, come out. Like, I can probably jury-rig something to to solve the problem, or, like I said, just breathe out of my mouth. But I, um, I think I want to order one of these. This looks interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to get some more, like, I I like games in stereoscopic 3D. And I've said this on the show before, one of my biggest pet peeves is how Nintendo basically abandoned 3D on the 3DS. Mm -hmm. And for the last couple of years they were using it, it wasn't you know, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't very 
the depth of field was almost nothing. So, you know, this gives me a chance to use some of those. I can finally play some of the actual Labo VR uh, games and, mm -hmm. you know, see what those are all about. You need to get Virtual Boy games on this thing. Yes. Yeah. No kidding. Um, yes, I had a chance to buy one back when it was still available in stores. And, but that was when I first got married and had no money. Mm. And so it didn't get bought. We I sold. Have, wish I did. We sold I mine at a yard sale when I was a kid. Oh. I, I have two le uh, Labo VRs. I have two Virtual <laughs> Boys, and they both have the same problem where the mirror is misaligned or a lens is misaligned, mm -hmm. so the images don't match up, and I have yet to find anybody who can repair it. But anyway, so because of that, I've been playing some Breath of the Wild, um, and uh, I have also been playing quite a bit more, thanks to my kid, um, more... Kirby's or Super Kirby Clash. So, um, my opinion on that has soured a little bit. It's very mobile game grindy. Mm -hmm. Um, again, you just kind of repeatedly do boss battles, and you know, they're hard when they first appear, and then you have to go back and redo the old ones to get more apples so that you can buy. The new ones, yeah, I saw that. I was going to say, um, up in your news yeah. feed, I just saw. Yeah, and so, so yeah, and they, they give, they have special deals and give stuff away, and then they ask you to buy them. Um, the kids are enjoying it, and, you know, it, it's simple enough that I don't, you know, I don't mind it. There's, it. there's not a whole lot of fighting between all of us, so, you know, it's a decent way to pass the time, but it's a free game, and it plays like a free game. Um... And I have made it to the third dungeon in the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Nice. So hopefully I'm on my way to finishing that before Link's Awakening arrives later this month. Which which so dungeon is the third dungeon? Do you remember what the name of it is? It's the one on Crescent Moon Island. Oh, I hate Crescent Moon. Wow! <laughs> I just I just got all my gear oh, back. Oh, I and, hate and Crescent Moon. Yeah. The Oracle games are like the only Zelda games I haven't played through. Oh, they're so good. I tried good. starting them, but never got far. They're 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 good games. I mean, they they play as well as Link's Awakening, and and Lucas and I disagree on this, but I find them to be a little bit. They to me they feel a lot like fan hack of Link's Awakening. And they're my not quite so much like real. I also Zelda disagree games. with you. It looks like they're running the same engine. They're my favorite two yeah. D Zelda games. So yeah, we <laughs> once again, Justin and I have differing opinions. <laughs> but they're not. George Mask was in that list but, of games that I've never beat up until the three DS version. Fun, then I could beat it. Fun fact: um, a couple years ago, actually, uh, as part of something Infendo related, I I went on a quest to beat all the Zelda games I had every beaten. single one. And Before that Breath was of the Wild came out. Yeah, yeah, it was in prep for Breath of the Wild, and that was when I realized how much I loved the Oracle games because I, I played through those and I was like, wow, these are good, man. So, yeah, I, I had a good time. Yeah, I bought them both on the 3DS when they were launched on the Virtual Console. Yep. Never really got into them. I should try well, them. That's how, and that's how I'm playing them, because I did the same thing. I bought them both. I think I bought I think I think bought both of them the first time they went on sale. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, despite the fact that I've 
feel they feel very fan hacky. They are they are good Zelda games, especially you know in the vein of Link's Awakening, and it's they're a lot like more modern Zelda games where it's there is a quest to reach or unlock each dungeon so it isn't just go from dungeon to dungeon like you know Link's Awakening and Link to the Past and a lot of the earlier ones were but it's more like Majora's Mask and the games that followed it where you enter a new area and then you have to solve some sort of puzzle or go on some sort of quest or you know spend you know an hour or two doing something before you can even reach the next dungeon and then you've got the whole dungeon to do which is there's some pretty devious puzzles in in those games but oh wait till you get to the mermaid dungeon if you want to talk devious puzzles we'll talk <laughs> then. <sighs> i haven't <laughs> haven't played the game in so long i don't even remember but uh <laughs> if I were to pick one up, which one would you recommend I start with first? Okay, I can answer that question. Are you more of a battle fan, or are you more of a puzzle fan? Puzzle. Ages. Ages. Although, personally, I recommend you start with Seasons, yeah. because um, Seasons is significantly easier. Um, it might bore you, so you might need that Ages like oomph to get you through. But for me, I'm kind of the opposite. I prefer to just kill things and move on. So okay. I started with seasons and I worked up to ages. It felt like a very natural progression of like dungeon difficulty for me. So yeah, yeah. The first time I that played it, I started with ages, and then played seasons because I wanted the next, the right. second half to be a little bit easier. Uh, you know, this time that... I'm doing it the opposite way, so I get to see the way things link in the other directions. That... But really, you could. I mean, they—it's not a linear story progression. They're well, and you, and you get different standalone stories. You get different things depending on what you do. So, like, if you start with ages, um, the main one of the main characters in that is Queen Ambie, and she's being used by Varen to build a giant tower to find her husband or whatever. If you play that one first, you see that story get resolved in seasons when she meets the pirate captain in seasons, and likewise. Spoilers. Um, Seasons, yeah. Seasons, yeah. Yeah. Seasons has some stuff in it that you know has characters that you'll meet, like uh, the Sabrosians, and they'll make a reappearance in Ages if you play it. So, really, if you kind of want everything there is to see in the game, if you really care about the side characters, it's cool to play both versions both ways. Is that final so, dungeon worth the effort? Of yes, playing the game I I thought yeah. so. It it was a very nice final fight. I do have to say that much. Yeah. And Lucas does bring up a good point. In terms of dungeon difficulties, starting with seasons is the best way to go. I never thought about it that way. The, yeah. the hardest dungeons in seasons are equal to the easiest dungeons in ages. When you when you play it seasons to ages, you kind of feel like you're getting like one giant game. Whereas ages right. to seasons might feel a little disjointed. But still, you know, it's okay. your call. And maybe right. that's and maybe that's why like they didn't click with me cuz I played them in the opposite order. Could be. If I, I ever get around to hitting those in my, in my backlog, I'll try those again. Yeah, I recommend I mean, they're about, like, 10-hour games each, so, yeah. I mean, you're looking at a fraction of the time you'd spend on a 3D Zelda. <laughs> yeah, the very first time yeah, I ever well, played again, them, it, I played Seasons Dragon Quest ages. coming out, and looking at Tokyo Mirage Sessions in January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but you've played Tokyo Mirage Sessions. You can put that on the back burner. I haven't finished it, but i played most of it. <laughs> Well, anything else okay. you're playing, well, Justin? 
Nope, actually, uh, when Lucas chimed in, I was I was ready to pass the torch, so... Okay. Lucas, well, go ahead and tell us what And Steve will take that torch proudly. I will. So okay. since we're talking about Zelda... I figured we were saving Steve for last, but... Oh, no, right. no, no, no. Since we're talking about Zelda, I want to give a, an update on Hyrule Warriors. Um, Jesse, since you're new to the show and have no idea what's going on, I'm... This is where we all tune out. Exactly. I'm 485 <laughs> hours into Hyrule Warriors at this point, of edition. Jesus um, I realized the game came out on May 17th, 2018, and that's when I set out to collect all well, the medals. this version of the game. Like... Yeah, this version. I have I have 80 hours in the 3DS version and another Jeez. 40 in the Wii U version. So. Well, um, I really like this game for whatever reason. Um, I have made zero progress towards my goal. <laughs> um, I decided to stop this week and grind 750 power 8 slot weapons, and that has consumed me this week. I found there's a map in the low rule one where you fight multiplying yugas, and if you kick on a, let's see, if you kick on an apothecary potion and bring a weapon with two particular abilities, <laughs> you can get two or three can, of the rainbow weapons. Can, can I... Can I can it's I, a one-minute battle. Steve, can I tell a quick story to, to kind yes. of highlight this thing? Um, <laughs> the other day, we were on a call after, you know, whatever, after work, just hanging uh-huh. out, playing games, and somebody was asking about Hyrule Warriors. I forget who it was. It might have been Andy. Probably or, Andy, because yeah. he's playing it right now. Thanks and, to me. Like I've okay, I've put my time into Hyrule Warriors. I probably got a couple hundred hours between the two or the three games. Yeah, I, I think yeah, easy. But, so so I was like ready to answer. He's like, "How do I beat this one mission? I can't understand how to beat this mission." And I was like, "Oh, have you tried X?" Steve chimes in with like, <laughs> like like Steve has like an encyclopedic so, knowledge of the inner workings yeah, so of this what game it, now what to the point is. where he knows like the percentages of things that are going to like. It's scary, man. It's, abs- it's <laughs> actually I... scary. You are to that what we are to Pokemon, Steve. <laughs> I know. It's disgusting is what it is, I think is the word you're looking for. No, what it is is he, he kept getting killed at this one mission. Yeah. And I'm like, it could be Manhandala stocks that are spawning in different bases. He's like, no, I checked. I checked that. It's not that. I'm like, it could be this going on. No, it's not that. And I'm like, well, what mission are you playing? And he's like the one with the Gorons, and I'm like, oh, oh it's those it's two the center Goron peaks. cannons that Where shoot the boulders down at the. Those, they're shooting them at you, but if you do control them, they're shooting them at the other guys. I love it. That's to the extent I know this game. So I've made zero progress towards my goal this week. Um, but the story. I think my son owns that game, and I've been meaning to borrow his cart, but never got around to that either. Eat. I do have. I did buy the game on the Wii U and played through the story once, and that's about it. I was going to say, yeah, that's, if that's you're just playing I... it for the story, it's still a fantastic game. See, and I already played it once for the story, so when I found out I had to replay the story on the Switch version to actually enjoy adventure mode, and like, screw this, I already did this once, I don't want to. But it's a good story. Nintendo, let us transfer our saves for the exact same game. Steve, if <laughs> well, everybody I'm... else is playing the game for the story, what are you playing the game for? Me? Because I hate myself. Really? <laughs> well, well, okay, okay. I can... Even the if they did us... allow for save state transfers, yeah. I'd still have to start over because I, other than 
I can push a button over and over again. I don't yeah. remember how to play the game. So like, I can That's I it. I can answer that though for <laughs> Steve. Like he gets out of that what we used to get out of Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. It's a grind toward accomplishment, and that game does a good job. Like admittedly, you need to get into adventure mode for that. But that game is one of those right. games that does a really good job of fostering the addictive part of video games. That when done well, creates a really fulfilling gaming experience that can lead to hundreds of hours of playing a game. When done poorly, can lead to a terrible mobile gaming experience where you're paying thousands of dollars. <laughs> you you just said two key words of why I like Dragon Quest and not other games. Do tell. Grinding and, and having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, it, it done well. You know, yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah. few games can make grinding that enjoyable that you want to keep doing it. Exactly. And, the thing, and the thing about Hyrule Warriors is, I will admit, like, adventure mode is the more fun it is. section of it because the missions are short. Uh-huh. Like, 5 to 15 minutes, depending on how well you play. If, if you want to A-rank them, you have to do them in under 15 minutes with under 1,500 damage. Right, and even and even if you're not going for A ranks, most of them don't last much longer than 15 minutes. Right. Anyway, whereas the story missions can last up to 45 minutes because it's just mm-hmm. one thing after another. So, like, if I didn't have to plow through the story again to fully enjoy the adventure mode, I probably would have put a lot more time into it. See, well, see, and, I'm and and story mode throws a lot of people off too. Um, I forget which one of our listeners it was that I was talking to. I think it was either Brian or Colt, if I remember right. But th- when they were playing it, they were like, there's just so much going on in these missions. I feel overwhelmed. And that's the problem with the story mode is they've got like seven mm-hmm. different things going on. But in reality, only two of them matter. And only yeah. two of them are required to beat the mission. Yeah, adventure mode is adventure much, is much simpler. simpler. But, but, yeah, no, it, like, the, the thing that got me into Hyrule Warriors was collecting all the costumes, because I really liked, you know, that, that fan service element of, oh, wow, now Link looks like he's wearing his Twilight Princess outfit, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, that did it for me. The, the only difference between me and Steve is that when I got all the costumes, I stopped playing. Steve was still inspired <laughs> to get all the weapons and the heart containers and the fairies and, right. like, all the stuff that just changed gameplay that I didn't care about, like, he was on board for, whereas for me, it was like, oh, I can make Link look like he's from Wind Waker. Sign me up for you know, like that's that's my thing. Yeah, you know yeah. that because that's how I play like Monster Hunter. It's all about oh, yeah. what can I wear and how can I look good doing it. Like you know, and you do that with Smash Brothers to a point too. Yeah, absolutely. Although Smash Bros is kind of just a grind at this point for the sake of grinding. My big goal in Smash Bros is to have more hours in that than I do in Breath of the Wild, and I'm 60 away. So you're, wow. almost, you're almost there. Getting there. <laughs> So the other game, obviously, that I play a lot of is Minecraft. Sorry, Eugene, you can tune out here. But the story that everybody's been waiting to hear. So there he goes. Bye. (laughs) So a couple of nights ago, we were in the realm. We have a we have a realm. We have a realm, by the way. It's where we. It's it's like a communal. Yeah, it's like a communal Minecraft world where anyone can log in at any time. We have a realm too. All right, good. Eugene, you're going to need to pay close attention to this segment because in order to fully tell the story, you're going to have to do some censoring. So I'm just going (laughs) to forewarn you. Oh my god! So we're we're in the realm. Everybody's doing their thing. It's a normal night. There's a group of, of us on voice chat, and all at once we hear Brian. He's like, oh, 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 no, oh, oh, Steve's going to kill me. Brian, where are you? Oh, Steve's going to kill me. 
Brian, what did you do? Um, I need to go see how bad it is. <laughs> I'm panicked at this point. Now, I'm, I am I log into the realm. I'm at my base. New Ascalon is what it's called. And it is a four minute and seven second trip from New Ascalon to where I believe Brian's last location to be. It's a big realm. <laughs> yeah. We've had it for close to two years now. Um, so I hop on the railway, head down there, and... How, wait, hold, I want to know what your anxiety level was on the railway <laughs> trip there. He, he was at about yeah. an 11 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, you were in the voice chat. You're, you can help me tell Oh, the and the best, the best part is the entire time his IRL friend, um, EP Knothead, is just right. cracking up laughing to the point where he is crying <laughs> on the chat, laughing Yeah, he so is hard. crying, he is snorting. So, it so is Steve, the funniest thing so I've Steve ever has, so he, Steve He's a has, bit of a nihilist. So Steve has <laughs> built this amazing network of rails that lead from one person's base to another person's base, and they all inside go into the, the nether. inside the nether because you can travel faster through there. So he has put like hundreds of real life hours yeah, into I've, this I've put world. Yeah, I've at least 150 hours into the railway alone, and well, that's not counting the command center, would, the treetop town would, farm. Would you like? Would you like to say what he did, or should I? Because it's oh pretty, no. I'm gonna we, say we, it. Can, we can bring him into the call if, if he wants so, to tell us some No, stuff. Brian, you stay out of the call. You're not allowed to tell this story. You're in trouble. Um, so I get there, and the way my system is set up, when you arrive, it puts you through, and it puts you in like a, a, uh, an arrival spot, right? On the opposite side oh. of the departure slot. So I'm going to the, to the spot, and it puts me off into a side thing to a rail I haven't finished building yet. And I'm like, well, that's odd. <laughs> so I turn the corner, and where... So my railway, it also, it comes... It's, it's an L shape, so it goes one direction, and I had to turn it 90 degrees because we ran out of space in that direction. <laughs> it's big. Um, so where the second wing of the rail is, there is a giant hole. <laughs> and not only is there a giant hole on the second wing of the rail, you can see out into the beautifully terrifying nether... And you can see some of the rails up above. And some of those rails have been destroyed. I'm like, Brian, what did you do? To which he replies, oh, oh, oh. And the next thing you know, you see him jump off an edge into a lava pool and die. So so what he what he had done to enlighten you all is uh -huh. he was building a house and he had put a bunch of TNT up against a wall. And then uh -huh. he put a switch down, and he was trying to run a machine, but the switch activated the TNT. A single box of TNT. And blew up the entire um, center of the node. Yeah, because what happens amazing. is he had two pretty entire great. walls lined with TNT. And he felt legitimately <laughs> bad. That, nothing could possibly go wrong with that. He felt, le he well, felt he was legitimately glass, bad So it wouldn't it. blow up. Yeah. He felt horrible. So what? Do, so I'm in a panic. I'm I'm literally almost in tears at this point. I had no idea how attached this railway system I was. I'm like Lucas. This is going to take months to rebuild. And then we hear the sense of of uh, reason in all of his British glory say, "Well, why don't you just reload the last cloud save?" Andy saved the realm. Lucas was able to play the song of time revert back to a cloud save from about an hour before, before the catastrophe happened, 
and the railway is safe. And the most important Andy is the Andy hero of time. And, and the most yeah. important thing is that because we reround time, um, technically EP Nothead never punched a gas to death and cannot claim that as one of his achievements because that never happened <laughs> because we reround the realm. Yep. So. Uh-huh. And, and ironically, Andy has spent the, probably the least amount of time in the realm besides me. So for him to be hit, the one to have well, solved he, this. That's just it. He was so disconnected from it. He was the only one thinking clearly. <laughs> that would do it. <laughs> if it makes you feel better about Dragon Quest Builders 2, you can build a railway system there too. If you like. yeah. <laughs> oh there you no, why did you tell him that? <laughs> Why did you yeah, but, but is there a duplicate? Is there an item duplication glitch? Because he can't build nothing without that. Oh, both. <laughs> I built half the realm before the well, duplication. Glitch. God, this whole this whole segment is gonna have to be censored. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Eugene, but I warned you at the beginning. Eugene's just gonna cut it from the show. Yeah. Oh well, no, we're not cutting this. This has to be known. This has to be known. This could be a bonus episode. So, Andy, oh, or, that, that um, Pikachu's going to be busy. This, this, oh, yeah. he is. Oh, yeah, he Brian is. did make it up to me, though, because he did gift me a skeleton horse. So thank you for that, Brian. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I just wish I could have... I don't want to play Minecraft. I just wanted to be there while your Minecraft um, exploded. That you know, be. Eugene, I would highly suggest, if you ever get the chance, not playing Minecraft... But just hanging out while we're playing Minecraft, because honestly, listening to them talk, sometimes I want to jump back in, and I'm even over Minecraft. So, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> Fair. So, yeah, that's actually my entire change of system. There's a bunch of people that are in the realm that I refuse to tell that story to until the show tonight. <laughs> so that was my big thing that I needed to do. So thank nice. you. <laughs> Wow, that that was a that was a big one. Uh, thank you for that, Stephen. Um, Lucas, what, what games have you been crafting this week? Oh she did man, say thank you for that, Stephen. What games haven't I been crafting this weekend? Um, so I mentioned Pokemon Go. I don't really have much to say about it, other than that um, last Saturday I've been I've been looking for excuses to get out of the house and do more things outside amongst the humans. And um, Pokemon Why? Go, Pokemon Go propped up as one of those things that I could do that's relatively easy. And um, I started playing, and I, I texted my friend Zaya at the beginning of the day, and I was like, man, I sure hope I can get into this because I'm not feeling it. And I started driving around, and I was like, this is pointless. This is stupid. This doesn't matter. This isn't, like, real Pokemon. And then I started hitting up like Team Rocket spots and getting Shadow Pokemon, and I was like, I have a purpose now. So <laughs> I, I got about like 15 of those, and then I did a couple <laughs> of raids, and then I was into it again. So now I'm playing it every day after work. So that's those. That's, actually, the Team Rocket Pokestops have added a lot of life into the game. Honestly, well, for somebody who I need doesn't to charge for, my Pokeball. So like, so like, kind of what um, Jesse was talking about, how he's got like his raid group that goes out every day. Um, before I did all this, I was like, I'm gonna join a Pokemon Discord and I'm gonna, you know, kind of find some people in my area to play with and stuff. I joined a couple and they're like, All right, boys, we meet up at 7:45 a.m. on Sunday. Be there sharp at the mall. We'll hit up the Starbucks. Then we'll drive to this location and that location and this location. Like, their casual raid train was, like, a three-hour, 20-stop raid. And I was like, I, I'm not built for this. Like, I I just want to wander around my neighborhood and catch Pokemon. So, um, yeah, I didn't do that, and I'm probably going to leave those groups. But 
I'm enjoying. <laughs> I'm, I like, but but see, the thing is, I got like the experience I was looking for anyway. Because at the end of the day, um, I live right next to a nature preserve, Turkey Creek, and it's got this. It's this big open area. There's a lot of polka stops because there's a lot of signs, and um, there were a few rocket areas. So I was hitting those up, and I saw a couple of um, Raikou. And um, I, I think I mentioned this on the break, but I have almost no raid Pokemon because I don't I don't raid. I have an Articuno. Um, and I saw the Raikou, and I was like, oh, well, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. I walk by um, these two, this couple, and they each have out three cell phones, and they're tapping real quick. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> they're doing that. And I was like, they are way too intense for me, so I'm just going to sneak on. I was like, I'm going to sneak on by them because that's, yeah, that's a lot more than I'm ready to commit to. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um so I went and I did my own thing, and then I walk back, and there's a few minutes left to the Raikou raid, and I see this family of four, a, a mom, a dad, and a couple of kids in their maybe like late teens. <laughs> and um, I, I, I was walking by them, and I turned around, and I stopped, and I was like, you guys, you guys doing the, doing the, doing the pogo? And they were like, yeah, we just hit this raid, but you're welcome to come to the other one down the, I was like, cool, why not? So I got like human interaction, and it was pleasant. Um, so that was cool. Uh, that, that's kind of my whole Pokemon Go experience, honestly, though. I'm hoping I get a lot of fun times out of it. I'm hoping maybe I even make a friend or two out of it. That would be ideal. But then I could have people to actually play with. Yeah, I'm a little jealous of all the Pokemon that Jesse is flashing on the screen as I'm telling this story. <laughs> I do have, I will say, it's a why not. I will say I have two shiny Pokemon. I have a shiny Rosalia and I have a shiny, um, well, now he's a Typhlosion. But I have those two. And I was able to solo a scissor raid, which is a level three raid. So oh. I was proud of myself for that. And I have a, um, a scissor now. So that made me happy. Wow. These are all shiny. Hey, hang Jeez. on. Let me, let me, let me is... pull mine out of my pants and start showing it off. Is that even real? Holy this moly. Was just, these are only shinies. Yeah, so 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 Oh god, I remember you talking about that on the podcast. In a in a in a weird in a weird twist of fate, I am easily one of the most casual Pokemon Go players you will ever meet. I, I just I don't have it in me to go out and like, you know, hunt down shinies all I, I can't do it. Maybe maybe if I was like Eugene and I had like a significant other that was like pulling me along and making me maybe someday that'll be my case. But right now I'm just in it for the fun and I'm enjoying it, man. Sure. The Team Rocket thing is great for a solo player like me. I can just hit up a spot, I can battle them, I can hopefully get the Pokemon I want. It's it's cool. Um other than that, I've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers because Banjo came out a week ago and I wasn't yeah. on last week's show, so I didn't get to talk about how much I love that. But I love it a lot, guys. I love it a lot. I'm, I'm the only little itty bitty titsy winny bit of disappointment I am is that there wasn't like a um, a new boss that came with the DLC. Yeah, that would have like, been really cool, especially since they actually modeled Grunty for like the game, like. You know, right. a new model. Um, but no, no, I, I absolutely love playing as Banjo. He's easily going to be my pocket after uh, Joker. So I'm really looking forward to getting in some more Banjo time. Um, it's funny because when the characters come out that I really love, like I, I go in and I check out, you know how you can see like how much time you've put in as every character? I go in yeah. and I look at that and it's like, wow, Banjo's already like number four. That's something. <laughs> like, but uh, it's just, it's good. And I even got, I, um, I think, oh, sorry. I, sorry, my, my, I'm I'm not a Smash player, but my son is, yeah. and he he doesn't like. I don't think he likes Banjo as 
as much, but his roommate does. Yeah. So I think his roommate's starting to main him. Nice. Where my my son is digging Joker in. Nice. Here. I really appreciate yeah. all of the people you know. Oh. <laughs> I uh, I was begging my kids to play Smash Brothers for like a week because you know I wanted to use the new character and I wanted to play Smash with a human being at some point. And finally managed to talk them into playing about a half hour's worth worth of it. So I finally got to play as Banjo. My young my my younger child loves playing as Banjo. Played as him almost exclusively. My older child, who's a weeb in the making, uh, <laughs> was playing as Hero um, pretty much the whole time, except nice. when he played as Cloud. Well, <laughs> see, the highlight of um, my last week was playing Smash with Phantom. Um, and actually, Steve even got in on a round, and I think I got Andy in on a round or two a while back there. Um, yeah. But but me and Phantom played a lot of Smash, and I appreciate that because I know it's not his favorite game, but it's my favorite game, so we got to do <laughs> what I wanted to do. Um, and we to make it a little more fair, because you know I play, I've put 280 hours into it, and he's put like 20. Um, we played where we were just random characters, and it was kind of cool. It was like we never knew what we were going to be, who we were going to be, whether the stage was going to be like a final destination oh. or a regular stage. It was it was a lot of fun. So, so I'd be down was, to do that with anybody. That was actually honestly. really fun for me, Where even though I was just yeah. spectating. I was working on some Perler Bead stuff. I had that going in the background and the voice chat. Like, even just hanging out watching them play Smash was enjoyable for me. Well, I appreciate that you can be yes, a spectator. Yes, you refuse to actually game. play with us. Yeah, but I appreciate that. But I appreciate that he can spectate in that because then it's like when All something right, cool, cool happens, I can be like, "Steve, did you see what just happened?" And uh -huh, like, it's uh -huh. yeah, it's a good time. I you know, what it we would should be do cool for them to uh, have like a spectator channel or app or something mm -hmm. that you can download. So then, like non people people that don't own Smash but just want to like watch Smash matches could do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, well, there is. We there could is. Do is we could actually have Steve um, broadcast our games when we play in spectator mode. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And Eugene, there is a spectate mode online in Smash Ultimate. You can go and you can just watch other players play, and you can even bet well, coins yeah, on the I, match. But, but I mean, from your cell but, phone, it means like you know. But like, I mean, like from your cell phone, like, if, oh, like maybe cool. if you don't have yeah, a like game, build it or into if the you Nintendo don't want to do it from like you know your Switch, yeah. Yeah, it's not like they're using the Nintendo app for anything else right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, um, that was Smash Bros. Always good. Looking forward to putting another twenty hours into it this week. Um, I really haven't been playing too much else. I finally got my hands on the ability to play Dokapon Kingdom again, so I'm looking forward to playing that game. <laughs> Trying to get my roommate to play it. We'll see how that goes, but um, I love that game. Um, there really isn't that much else that I've been playing. I mean, I played a little Banjo-Tooie, but does that matter? Does anybody care that I played Banjo-Tooie for like five I hours? I kind of care. I've never played Banjo-Tooie, which was one of the reasons I was pushing myself to beat Banjo-Kazooie, but I'm determined to beat Banjo-Kazooie uh, Grunty's Revenge before I start Banjo-Tooie, because... Timeline. Probably the most. This is probably the most Lucas thing I'm gonna have ever said. But yes, it's it's the next one in the timeline. <laughs> um, um, I will say that I think Banjo Tooie is the first game that has made me feel like I definitely played this different as a child. Um, whereas Banjo Kazooie, you can still kind of go into and beat it in 
five or ten hours. Banjo-Tooie is an investment. You are hopping from world to world. Things you do in one world affects the other world. There's a whole overworld to juggle. It is a game that is meant for a child who has nothing to do on their summer vacation. It's a little Metroidvania-ish. A little bit, maybe. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously not to I've nearly never played, the same degree. You know, I've never played that, any of the That kind of turns me off. But yeah, but. it is a it is a heavy it is a heavy <laughs> game, and it is. I think it's the only game I've ever played where playing it as an adult, as a twenty eight year old instead of an eight year old, I'm like, wow, yeah, no, there's a difference here. Like as a as a baby, this was a game I could just sit down and in, inhale. And I think I preferred it to Banjo Kazooie. As an adult, it's a big time investment. Like I'll sit down for a couple right. of hours and I'll get like one jiggy. That's it's a lot of work. Let me see. So. H L T B Banjo Tooie. <laughs> How long to beat? Uh, Alright, we've I have a main story I'd, I'd sixteen ounces. Main story sixteen hours. Uh, main plus extras twenty two and a half hours. Completionist twenty three and a half hours. I'm I'll, not sure why there's I'll go ahead. Difference there, I'll go but. ahead and go on record as saying I'm playing on my N sixty four that has my childhood file. That file is at like forty seven hours. Admittedly, <laughs> I was a child, so I ran around and sure. did God knows what. But even the game that I'm playing now, I'm probably about halfway through, and I'm at like the ten hour mark. So it's a, it's it's an investment. It's definitely. It's definitely heavier than ukulele, and ukulele was definitely heavier than banjo kazooie. So, if that's enlightening to anyone, I haven't even gotten to the end of ukulele to get into all of the like expansions of the worlds yet. Ah, uh, see, and I just expanded them all at the beginning. Um, there was one other game that I wanted to talk about, and it was a very special experience for me, and I wanted to share it with all of you. I played Super Mario World, and I played it with Phantom. Um, and we nice. beat it. We beat it in two nights, and it was super fun because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I don't have brothers or sisters. So when I was growing <laughs> up and I was playing video games, I was playing them by myself, and I got to play Did he an let old you be game. Luigi? Yes, he let me be Luigi. Nice. Um, and I got to play an old game that I love that I've only ever played by myself with another human being, and it was magical. And I just want to play Super Nintendo with all of you because I know what friendship is now, and I I'll love play it. Donkey Kong Country with you when it comes out. As soon as it comes out, I baby will, boo, we're streaming it. I, like, yeah, I, I I'll play. Uh, Super Mario Kart battle mode. I'll play Super oh, Metroid yeah. with you, Justin, and we'll kick some butt. Are you using the uh, the NSO version? Uh -huh. I don't know what that means. Switch online. Switch online. Yes, switch I online. am. <laughs> <laughs> so is, I've heard the online has improved over what the... It's, yeah, okay, so, it's a lot what it was last so that's a thing, because last year when I was playing some of those games with Steve, it was a chunk fest. But on oh, yeah. um, Mar Mario 3, remember when we were playing that and I went to go do that perfect jump yep. to get the star and I jumped right past the star? <laughs> I, would, I would go so far as to say I am not a perfectionist when it comes to that kind of stuff. I usually don't notice bad graphics or a little bit of lag, but if it's too much, it, it sticks out even to me. I didn't notice any lag at all when we were playing together. Our signal was mostly blue the entire time. Like We're talking three, four bars. I wonder so. if they fixed it on the NES stuff too. We'll have to test that one night. Mm, maybe. Probably, I'm sure it's probably running on the same and the same backend, the same engine. Yeah, the same. The initial version of the SNES games have the option to get rid of the help bar on the bottom that tells you what buttons do. Yeah, that's nice. And then, 
they they also added that to the NES games. Makes sense. Oh, um, I will also go down on record as saying I think I hold the record for and guy who. Sorry, I was just going. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I was just going to add that the NES games also added the Super NES games rewind feature. Which oh, is nice. Nice. Yeah, I, well, the NES games did have it before. I, I will. I will go on record as saying that I think I'm the guy who holds the record for the longest amount of time owning a game and not knowing that it was only one player. Because I really wanted to play F Zero with Phantom, and then I learned that it's a single player game. And that's one of those <laughs> things you don't realize as an only child. You just think I don't have anyone to play this with. But lo and behold, it was the same way with um, one of the the fighting games I have on the PlayStation. I was looking into it, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, that game sucks. It doesn't even have local multiplayer. And I'm like, oh, wow, it doesn't. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so that's that's my change the system. Eugene, what you been up to? Well, all right. So, yeah, I I don't have a whole lot of games that I've been playing um, on the change the system, as per usual, you know, a lot of baby stuff going on. However, I did get to do some beat sabering, and I um, ha- am on my way to finishing the campaign. Because, quite frankly, I didn't even know there oh, was a campaign in that game until you came out. It's rough, over. dude. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's it, the, in the beginning. It's like okay, this is like I need this to be a little bit harder. But then, like once you start get climbing up the rank, it's like all right, this, all right, beat yeah, saber. Yeah, there's like, calm down. So, so you know how it's divvied up into sections. Uh-huh. I'm stuck like right before the end of the first section. There's a mission where I have to get like a million points or some garbage like that. And in order to get said points, you have to swing it like really hard in a really long arc. I can't do it to save my life. <laughs> Yeah, there's some really tough ones. And the thing that's actually kind of throwing me off is that the um, in the campaign, the music track, or I guess the, the, the rhythm tracks or whatever that you have to hit, are a little bit different than in, like, you know, if you were just to play the free play mode. So that's kind of throwing me off as well as somebody who's played a lot of free play. But anyways, I digress. That game is still really good. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've been playing that one a lot. But that segues me into the game that I've actually been playing um, a lot of, and it's because we I got a review code of it on um, Terminals recently. It is a game that I never thought I would love, but I love it so much. It's called Real VR Fishing, and I've been fishing in VR, guys, and I love it a wait, lot. I love it wait, wait, so wait, wait, much. Wait, wow. what? Yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, it, it actually comes I, out tomorrow. Wait, please, please tell me I the spe- name is spelled R-E-E-L. You know it is. Yes. You know Eugene, it is. I spent hours fishing on the Wii in uh, The Legend of Zelda just because I could. You mean to tell me I can do that in VR? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it. I don't know if it's going to come, because you have the PlayStation, PlayStation version. PlayStation So I, I know that it's coming to um, the... It's already available on the Oculus Go. Um, so to Google, I know, yeah, I don't know if it's gonna come to the PlayStation version, but I played it on my computer, and man, it's fun. I liked it a lot. So that was really, really fun. I've been playing just kind of, I would say, probably about five hours of fishing. Like I expected to like kind of get in, pop in, pop out, and no, I was playing. I was fishing. Like I was in there and I was fishing. It was really fun. So, um, but other than VR, I've been playing kind of your old standbys. I've been playing um, some PUBG. Played that on the computer and on the Xbox just to kind of compare it. Um, and 
I didn't realize, but they are at, they added a lot of cool stuff to the original map. Like now it's um, themed so semi like a I, it seems like a World War Two theme to me. Like there's a lot of like trenches and stuff like that where there used to be. So that's actually really cool to get into and kind of explore the new map again. Um, but other than that, just kind of your old sandbys. Like I said, Pokemon Go and um, a lot of Smash. I love Banjo. Banjo is awesome. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep playing Banjo in smash play with me please play with me actually i really would enjoy that i know you'll beat the crap out of me like nine times out of ten but um still have a good time (laughs) thank you yeah i'll jump in (laughs) with you guys long as long as i get to turn on items Hmm. well i'm out (laughs) right Yeah, my son plays with no items too. Yeah, see, I, I, yeah, no, I, 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 I respect, like the sheer craziness. I respect your son. He's a man of taste. <laughs> Joker, if I no play items. Street Fighter. I'll play Street Fighter. No, if you want to play Street Fighter, you'll play Ryu versus Ken. Final Destination, no items. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of been my change to the system. Um, I expect to be fishing a lot more in the coming days because you know it's, it's not like smash where i have to like amp myself up to go and play some quick play matches you know like and i can just go and like sit in a boat and fish like it's great i love it <laughs> so uh but yeah that's it that's it for my change to system that's it for the show we made it to the end y'all um thank you everybody on twitch who's watching us live thank you everybody who's listening to the produce show um but we're gonna get out of here for the night um if you want to follow everything that i'm doing be sure to follow at infendo eugene on twitter also follow at infendo on twitter but most importantly just go to infendo.com and join our discord there's a lot of really cool people there playing some cool games just come in and say hi um jesse where can the people find you when you're not on infendo video um, if you want to find me personally, I'm on Twitter at Laffer2, L-L-A-F-F-E-R 2, and for our podcast, we are Nintendo Dads, uh, we're on iTunes and just about everything. You can find us at our website at nintendodads.org. Perfect. Awesome. Justin, where can people find you? Um, sorry, I was distracted by something on my screen. Um, it was you me. me on <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, and if you're interested in Disney, follow me at Utilidork and go to Utilidork.com because occasionally I update it. Fair enough. All right, Steve, where can the people find you? Not playing real fishing VR, evidently, because it's not on PlayStation. So there's a nice little news update for you. Um, you can find me at Gentis1 on Twitter and wasting my life, my life away fishing in Minecraft. Fair enough. All right. And I guess the last but not least, Lucas, where can we find you? Well, I hope I'm not last because Jesse's here. But um, you can find me on my website, which is chromatichue.com. And on that website, I occasionally post updates to the game that I'm making that you can like be a part of watching me do that. Um, I haven't been live streaming because I've just been working and I haven't really needed the motivation, but 
I should. I say that a lot, and then I don't. But maybe this week will be different. Stay tuned. Um, I do also <laughs> post updates to pretty much everything that I get done, including tiny little like sprite revisions in our Infendo Discord channel. I have my own channel there. Less obscene banana bosses. Yeah, less obscene banana bosses, more sparkly fruits, you know, everything. Um, so if you want to be a part of all that, just go and join our Infendo Discord and check out the Chromatic U channel. Um, yeah, that's kind of my whole shtick. So that's my life. And I think we already covered Jesse, but it, oh, it, did we? it's worth mentioning again. Go Yeah, he started with Oh, me. wow, there we go. <laughs> go download the Nintendo Dads podcast. They do some great stuff. Justin can attest to that. I think he's still a regular listener there. So, yeah. Well, yeah uh, I'm yeah. not a regular listener to any podcast, so you <laughs> including ours. But, You've got but a new yes, one in me, Nintendo though, Jesse, Dads so. was is was one of the ones I subscribed to years ago when I was listening to tons of podcasts, and one of the first ones I resubscribed to when I was listening to some podcasts. So, <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Thank you. That's high praise. <laughs> All right. Hey, for and somebody finally, who has no time for listening to anything, that is high praise. <laughs> right. Well, finally, we want to thank a few listeners. Um, since the last show, we had a couple of people subscribe to us on Twitch, so we want to thank Slacker Monkey. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. And we also want to thank um, Schnazzy1. Thank you for your subscription. I'm just replaying the, the subscriptions here on Twitch so then people can see those pop-up videos. So thank you. Again. Gotcha. That was Schnazzy's. Appreciate you. All right. So thank you, everybody who's listened in. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye-bye. Can't get enough Infendo Radio? Head on over to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and for 10 bucks a month, you can get access to all the behind-the-scenes goodness. Guys, guys, wait, just, just, just wait a minute. Can't, can't you just, like, when, when was the last cloud save? Can't you just go back to the previous save?